don't know. I'm not really feeling it, you know. I. Too bad. Previously <laughs> at the Wing Badger Tavern, taking their leave of the Hammer of Ambercliff, our heroes bravely ventured into the lair of a beast so dangerous that no scouts had ever returned to tell of it. It turned out that Kaivin was a massive serpent who traded in secrets. Fox was able to appease the great beast with knowledge nobody else in the world had. Sothkug's visions of the trapped avatars. And so, after a tense opening conversation, Kaivin granted the group passage through his realm and a secret in return. Though, when Fox insulted the secret's value, Kaivin shared more than perhaps intended. Their minds reeling from all the new clues, the adventurers crossed to the other side of Kaivin's hunt and made camp. They've now made up the time that they would have lost going through Kaivin's hunt originally because he made a highway through his territory and led them down it. And uh, they're about one day's journey from Tumbleweb, if they can get back to the main road. But enough recap. It's time for a new story to be told at the Wing Badger Tavern. We'll see you in a minute. Sinir, Gontelus, Kotex, Awara. Long ago, the four ancients created a world in harmony. Then, everything changed when the chat emped magic. Only Kelnor, master of good vibes, could stop them. But when the world needed him most, he vanished. Two years have passed, and four adventurers have discovered a conspiracy, a company selling magic. And although their roleplay is great, they have a lot of XP to earn before they're ready to save anyone. But I believe they can save the world. Welcome back to the tavern. What the party doing? Introductions. What the party? That's a fair point. Let's start with some introductions. We'll go right down the list. We'll start at Matt, Wash, Jake, then Trevor. <clears throat> Hello, I'm Fox, played by the human, not alien, Matt. <laughs> I am a changeling rogue. That is it. <laughs> hey, I'm Wash. I play Jebediah Peppermint. He's a little gun wizard. He's he's very handsome. He's <laughs> very, very handsome. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jake. I play Alan Woodrear, the Azimar Barbarian. Um, he is the ugliest person <laughs> you've ever seen. So ugly. Uh, since we're lying right now. Anyway, uh, on to... Trevor. Hi. <laughs> I'm Trevor. I play Zothkug, the orc cleric. He is very average looking for an orc, you know, not not super attractive, but not uh not ugly. And uh he is a pacifist, which will uh hopefully be disclosed at some point in the future as we roleplay more. So wait, was that a lie? Because we're evidently and I'm we're Josh, alive. your wing badger game master for the evening, and that was a very superficial round of intros from the group here. But nonetheless, you all find yourselves awaking after what seems to have been long enough to sleep in the cavernous underdark. As a reminder, you have made camp in two little hovels that Jebediah has kind of dug out for the group. So there's the original one where everyone was going to sleep, and there's the one that Jeb went to uh, kind of to be by himself after he dropped that bombshell of a truth that Jebediah was responsible for the death of his daughter. 
and kind of went off to have his alone time with the two deep rote. So the three of you wake up uh, in little kind of like sleeping quarters that are kind of casual and, and nice to sleep in. And Jeb, you wake up to find one of the deep rote sort of munching on your fur, like not not actually pulling it out or anything, but just kind of like, <laughs> like nibbling at you a little bit to kind of wake yeah. you up. Come on, Ram. Don't do me like that. Yeah, do you too. Come on. And he ruffles his like the the hair on the front of his face and just kind of shoves him out of the pushes him out of the way. He shakes his big oxen head and steps back a little bit for you. Which one is it? It was Ram. Ram. Oh, Ram. Sorry. He said that with his words. Yeah. <laughs> the other one is Kron. Yeah. Oh. The other one is what? This is a joke. Never mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. This is great. <laughs> Streamlabs has a great start. Streamlabs has once again sent the the Josh I know, VJQ I know. map. I'm <laughs> on it already. Message. That's just funny. Um uh Alan is gonna get up and kind of uh peek out from our hovel and see what whether Jebediah has like emerged from his yet. What you see yeah, is Fox I'm... kind of slumped against the the front door where he was sleeping overnight to make himself accessible to Jeb. Oh, and gonna... Fox is in my way. Yeah, like is Fox is kind of slumped over by the door. I mean, Fox, you're waking up, but like he he slept okay. just like propped up against the door there. Okay, then Alan will not push past Fox. He'll just kind of sit in his spot until everyone else seems like they're ready to get out. I'm going to just sit here and sharpen my, my daggers unnecessarily. Make gonna, myself busy. A very pleasant shing, shing noise uh, filters in Jebediah to you. Yeah, I'm going to roll my roll my bedroll up, button it, so like strap it down onto my pack, and uh, take a minute and uh, say a... Uh, a prayer to Owara and uh gonna do the little come on man what'd you do yesterday it's gonna be weird alright you got this you got this we'll just pretend like nothing ever happened that's that's, that's the way to go okay here we go are you trying to be stealthy about it or like can Fox hear you from the door I mean you can probably hear me from okay. the door I'm not, I'm not yelling, but he's just kind of like talking to himself. Cool. I'm going to continue just shinging and shinging. <laughs> Shing shanging. Anybody else doing I'm anything? Gonna, I'm uh, going to head on out and start, I'm gonna, start working up the animals. I'll, I'll wake up, uh, presumably with you, and, and check on him and see how he's doing. Yeah, the mic in it appears to be pleasantly refreshed. Um, he sits up and kind of waves at you and a couple spores float up into the air so that you can communicate. The spores also waft, like slowly waft out to the rest of you. So you, we can assume you all can hear him too. Um, but yeah. Yaz's voice is just kind of in your head. It just says, good morning. Good morning. Uh, hey man, how are you doing? Did you sleep well? I slept okay. I hope that Jebediah feels better soon. Uh, well, let's Finally help the... Jeb. <laughs> Let's go see if he he wants anything to do with us, man. That sounds good. And yeah, climbs out of the pot 
and like for a second reaches up to grab your hand and then realizes that yeah comes up to like your ankle and he like <laughs> pulled like like you know slicks his hair yeah. back like it was totally his, his little mushroom cap he like <laughs> smooths it out and then just walks out with you i was gonna pick him up or at least oh, extend fine. an arm for him to climb on Okay, then he climbs up, and now he's riding. He's, like, perched on your shoulder like Jack Sparrow on that one boat at the very beginning of Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean where he's got, like, one arm out nice. to stabilize himself. Yeah. <clears throat> nice. Good morning, Al everybody. Alan will follow after him, like, casually. Follow, yeah, follow after them. Okay. Uh, I'll help setting up the animals and politely ignore Zoth. <laughs> politely ignore. Uh, okay, I need an animal handling from Jebediah and an animal handling from Fox. What does I set up the animals mean to you guys? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm just literally oh. following Jebediah's lead. <clears throat> well, we don't have the card anymore, so it was just like, you know, checking their harnesses and stuff like that and making sure that, like, okay, just like, got, like feeding leads them and stuff. That were yeah, feeding okay. them and getting You don't them need to roll to feed an animal. Animals are like food and they come eat the food, so <laughs> you're Especially fine. Especially these animals. Yeah. <laughs> if Jebediah checks a strap, I check a strap as well. The other one, like, because I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, Fox is, Fox is like every now and then he looks over to see what Jeb does. He like pulls a strap. Then when he when Jeb's not doing something or thinking, Fox like puts his hands in his pockets. He's like, well, yeah, mm-hmm. This looks, <laughs> yep, yeah, mm-hmm. Pats looks him good. on the shoulder, yeah. you know. <laughs> hey, Jeb, man, do you, do you want to talk about it or do you just want to go about our day? That's up to you, completely up to you, man. I'm going to go walk over to Zoth uh, and just like, I'm going to, I'm going to like huddle him away from this mm -hmm. real quick. Al I'm like, Alan like steps off to no, the side no, awkwardly, like really like uncomfortable with the words that are being exchanged. Obviously. <laughs> Zoth, you don't, I mean, you don't just confront it the next day like that. If he wants to talk about it, then he can talk about it. If he doesn't, then at least we know he doesn't want then to let and him, we move on. Let him do that and not, not, you gave him an ultimatum essentially. He has to Fox. ultimatum. Fox. Yeah, yes. Fox. It's okay. Oh. It's all right. Okay. Uh, never mind, Zoth. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, it's a. I thought Kyvin was like not honoring his side of the agreement and was like sending dudes after us and stuff and I don't know I was just acting a little a little less reserved than I normally am and uh I don't really want to talk about it too much but it is true um all right man and uh, we won't have to talk about it yeah I don't know it's uh you know it's it's nothing that I'm proud of for obvious reasons and I mean it's kind of maybe a little a little fortuitous no, not fortuitous but you know we're, we're I'm from around Tumbleweb um, at least in you know the, the outer area and there's probably going to be some people that don't like me and uh Hey, Jeb. I, I, I'm sure I'm speaking for the others, too. We got your back, man. We like you, man. We robbed the bank together. <laughs> we're in this. We're in this. I have no idea what you're talking about, Zoth. <laughs> Alan kind of uh, has his head down and is kind of kicking rocks kind of absentmindedly. And he just kind of goes like, 
yeah, yeah, we're in this, we're in this together. But like, doesn't doesn't really put his head up. Yeah, let's, let's... We're all in this together. I, I I think we should just all you know get ready to go. You know, like we got we had a long trail. Does anybody know where we're going? Like, I'm not sure if this. Yeah, branch... I'll pull up the map, and we're we're you know out that mm -hmm. way. Um, should get us to where we need to go. Uh, roll um, survival with advantage, just to make sure you can orient yourself on the map that you have. But because you have a map and you're near Tumbleweb, you can roll with advantage. That's 19. Oh, yeah. You know exactly where you are. You've never, like, specifically been to this spot before, but you're like, oh, yeah, that's the, that this has got to be that one spot that that one little cave leads to, you know, if you just go well, off to the side. We're also in the Underdark, and I haven't been down this deep before, but, you know, it, it feels like, you know, we're, we're getting pretty. I've, I've been to a couple places around here, but up, about a mile up or so. <laughs> um, True. Yeah. So as we as we walk off, I would like to sidle up next to, to Owl and maybe I'll like sit on top of the the necks of one of the deep rote so that I'm like shoulder height next to Owlin. Okay. While we're while we're walking. And I'd like to kind of pull him aside and kind of talk to him for a minute while we're walking. Sure. Um it's gonna take about an hour to get back to the main road. So about an hour um, of like slow going over, you know, twisty and, and like off road terrain, basically. I'm so going to uh, we could use that time to converse. I'm going to ask. Um, yeah. If I could use this help. Oh, to see better. Yes. Yeah. Nods at you climbs up and you see instead of the blue spores, a couple of purple spores sort of float around your face and then kind of you just breathe them in through your nose. And when you blink, your eyes open and you have mushroom vision. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Um, I'll go scout with yeah. Keep an eye on things. Roll perception. Thanks, Fox. Appreciate you giving me a break. No problems, man. Got your back. Uh, by the way, um, I totally ro rolled great, guys. Would you? Roll? <laughs> uh, you can trust me with this responsibility. <laughs> Wait, where did my? Did I close I my character? So great, sheet? guys. This was the best roll to Dude, ever so, be rolled. So I want you. I want you to know. I rolled amazing. Um, and what did you say I was rolling for? Perception. The uh, lookout skill. Yeah. Um, so that's a that's a that's a five. <laughs> did you roll a nat one? No, I rolled a two. <laughs> okay. Well, at least it wasn't a nat one. Um, so are you pushing out ahead, or are you just staying at the front of the line? I was gonna push out ahead a bit. Cool. That How far ahead do you go? Uh, probably like just a couple minutes ahead. Cool. Um, so. He pushes on ahead to kind of scout out for everything. Uh, Zoth, are you doing anything before we get into Jeb and Alan's conversation? Uh, I'll be helping lead the animals. Okay. So you can just barely see like the back of Fox's jacket, you know, as he's up ahead of you. And that's kind of how he's keeping pace with you guys. Um, okay. Jeb and Alan, go ahead. Hey, uh, you all, I mean, you all, you all right, Alan? <clears throat> You seemed a little uh, distant back there. I'm sorry if I made things feel awkward for you or anything. Uh, no, uh, it's it's not your fault. I um, I the last time I do you do you remember when the the great library fell the second time? I heard about it. I had friends 
who were in the library attempting to uh, save what we could from the wreckage. And while mo many survived that that fall, um, you know, having wings helps that. Uh, not all did. There was still dangerous wreckage. Sure. And the last time I had a difficult conversation with a friend, I didn't see them again after that. So this just reminded me of that. I this I understand that we all have our pasts and it's nothing against what you've done because I I trust you from what we've experienced together. But yeah, no, just the situation. I, it just took me off guard. Yeah, digging digging things up is never a, a pleasant experience. Um, it's, you know, it, it's awesome. been a good while ago. Uh, you know, probably like if uh, if my if she was still alive, she she'd be about Fox age, Fox's age, and he kind of I don't know. I look at him, and he, he kind of makes me wonder what if you know. Mm -hmm. and, I uh, see that. But you know, they say time who heals all wounds. And a lot of time has gone by and it's, you know, it's certain things still kind of remind me and whatnot. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, just kind of, it just, it really, really sucks. Like a lot. And uh, sorry, I'm sorry about your friends. Uh, uh, thank you. It, you know, it was years ago now, but still feels fresh sometimes. It comes and goes. Yeah. Makes it, uh, makes it hard to, to go back and connect with your past. Or at least it does for me. No, yeah. It does. And a large part of me wants to just kind of like, you know, leave buried things buried. But, uh, yeah, I don't I don't, I don't know what else to say, especially it's, when it's, you know, when it's your fault and you're, you're instrumental in it. And, and, you know, you're supposed to be the one that they look up to. And then the one that has their best interest in mind and the one that protects them. And, and, uh, and then you end up doing something foolish, like falling a mile underground, <laughs> and putting them in danger. And then, covering everything you know all of your embarrassment and your and your mistake up with with some some jokes and some mock confidence it's uh it's hard hard to admit that you that you messed up and that others pay the price for it but if you're able to admit it i think that shows that you're learning from it and I didn't know your daughter, but from from my time with you, I think she would be proud of you. 
I appreciate that. I don't know if I believe in an afterlife, but I really like for her sake, I really hope there is one. Hmm. Um, Cause I'd like to, I'd like to meet her again, hmm. tell her all the crazy, stupid stuff that I've done. And, and maybe she can, maybe she's been there long enough that she could show me around, hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, maybe if we free the avatars and bring magic back, we have an even better chance of making it to that afterlife. I don't know if that makes sense. Wait, do you think that, do you think that what, what's been going on would affect that? I don't know what the extent of whether what has happened with magic affects divine magic or not. Um, so I don't know. But I Can guess I if there's a chance, uh, I guess, yeah, Zothkug would know more <laughs> than I, <laughs> likely. Uh, yeah, the the magic going away has affected uh, the divine, too. I can only cast through the, the plant. Um, and I get Yeah, these... but like, do you think that it, do you think that magic being removed from the world would would hinder souls being able to move on? Zoth, if you'd like to roll a religion check, I will I would love tell to. you based on your your understanding of of religion, how much you can infer or guess as to the those machinations. Also, a natural one plus four five. Oof. <laughs> um, you can you can guess, but not speak with determination. But you can just guess whatever you think Zothkug would guess. Um, okay. Also, before you do that, Alan chat cast cure wounds on you. Or, I'm sorry, healing oh, word on you. you because they said sad music means something sad must have happened, so this is for your broken heart. Aw, how much does that does Healing Word do for me? I forget. Uh, I, I think it's a, it's a D4. D4 plus 2. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Zoth will be like, um, I'm not really sure, guys, but uh, I'm going to say that it, it probably doesn't affect that and souls still move on. Otherwise, we'd have a world filled with Ooh. souls lost. Well, we haven't really experienced that. We can only hope that. Well, unless there's but... a giant soul party somewhere on this planet that they're all just gathering. That's mm. not out of the possibility, I guess. Um, <laughs> Based on what we've seen, nothing is out of the possibility. As, as you're having this conversation, um, Zoth, who is the closest to the front of the, the group, you look forwards... And you, you know, you see another one of his, you know, Fox quick turns around to check that he's keeping pace with you. And as he turns around to look at you in the blink of an eye, you see what he does not, which is a, a square section of the rock wall peels off the wall and folds down towards him with claws coming from each corner. It envelops him completely. So your mushroom vision goes dark, uh, Fox as something that feels about the consistency and texture of like a Persian rug falls <laughs> over your head and envelops you. And um, it immediately attempts to grapple you. So I need you to roll athletics or acrobatics. I think, is this is this what I think it is? 
Can I roll to tame it? <laughs> this is not what you think it is. Okay. Um, I guess we'll do an eight for acrobatics because I'm rolling terribly today. Nope. You you fail your check, and so as the as um, Zothkug, as you watch with just not enough time to even shout a warning, this thing descends upon him wraps itself tight around his head and begins smothering him so he can't like it's you know choking around his neck so he can't breathe and then the curls of fabric are like flopping over him and like kind of smothering him um as it smothers you you take yes hang on how much you roll it eight points of damage eight points of bludgeoning damage as it restrains you. Um, you are deprived of air as it smothers you. If you remain deprived of air for three rounds of combat, you need to start rolling con saves to stay conscious. At this I, point, I you all have watch. 30 seconds, or sorry, 60 seconds to talk tactics. I'm assuming Zothkug tells the group. Yeah. And I see <laughs> any part of Fox, like his legs poking out or... Yeah, so it's only grappling at his neck and then the folds of fabric fall maybe just a little bit down his torso, but you can see the rest okay. of him. Uh, All right, guys. Uh, um, uh, I, can, oh. I can make him big and bust him out of there or I can make him small and maybe we can pull him out. I can cast a spell to calm it down. Uh, I... I do not know uh, whether any of those would be best. I trust uh, your judgments. Um, I, I just know that I cannot simply slice his it with a sword. That would not be good. Would this count as a creature, DM? Uh, this is a monstrosity, is its type of, of being. So, yes. Okay. 10 seconds before combat begins. Well, I'll try my thing first, and if it doesn't work, then Wash, you can go. I, I believe right. that's a great idea. All right, Zothka, what you doing? I'm casting command on it. Okay. I'm grabbing a leaf and then casting command. And it rolls, what is that? Uh, wisdom. wisdom. It rolled a 14. Uh, save is a 15. Okay, so it does not pass its save. So you can Ooh. give it, I believe, a simple command, right? Um, my My command will be drop or no uh let go okay you say let go and the fox you're you are no longer deprived of air the thing is still wrapped around your face but it's not like tight around your neck anymore it's not smothering you it's just it's just now draped over your your head um the weight of it being there is still like resting upon you are you taking right. any move actions uh, off uh i will move towards fox okay uh, you can clear the whole distance this round. Jebediah oh. Peppermint, what are you doing? Um, I am going to cast uh, Reduce on Fox. Okay. Um, does and, he, uh, is now that, that a... he is now that he is loose, uh, if he he can choose to resist it if he wants to. Um, it's a Constitution save if he wants to, but if he's an ally, he doesn't have to resist it. I'm gonna I'm say, Fox, I'm gonna make you small. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fire it. Oof. 
It says it's a 30-foot range, so if I have to move close, That's I'll... fine, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. You get move in there. range of him. He was about 30 feet ahead of the cart, so as soon as you get even oh, okay. with the Rothe, you're fine. We don't have the cart yep. anymore. He was just I, I meant the Rothe. Rothe. That's what okay, I should cool. have yeah, said. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah. Pop a spell slot or shell in there, crank it up, boom, shoot it at him, and Fox turns as big as Jeb. He turns small. <laughs> nice. Uh, Fox, you are as big as Jeb. The fabric is now much like Jeb's jacket. It like its grip is no longer any. It's like on your shoulders, and then the fabric falls the whole way to the floor, but not in a like you could pick it up and move it. Right? It's it it has lost its sense of grip, so you could okay. pick it up and, and like take it off if you wanted to. Alan, you can go next if you have anything you want to do, or Fox can. Fox, you go next. All right, I'll I'll I will take off. The, the Persian rug off of me. Okay, roll strength. Oh, yes, finally. Good roll. What is my... Non-nat 20. Okay, you are strong enough to lift it, but it does take, like, like your arms are shaking with the effort. This is a large creature, so it was a size category larger than you when you were full size. So you, like, kind of struggle out from underneath the folds of fabric... And its hands, it seems like its little claws that are coming out of the corners are trying to, like, scrabble towards you, but something, like, some force is holding them back. Like, they keep trying to grab you, but can't. Um, you struggle free. Do you take a move action? What are you doing? I'll move back to the party. Okay, you move back to the party. That's that's all done. And then, Alan, it's your turn. Alan is going to try to stab, pin it against the ground with his great sword. Like, nook. Zoth okay. is gonna gonna yell, use a reaction to try and stop you. No, yes in there. Um, I'm gonna give you two options here, Alan. You can either roll at disadvantage to try and impale it, and then I will I will give it crit damage if you hit it, or you can roll normally, but then the impaling is gonna be a percentile die, and I'm gonna roll it at thirty percent. So okay. like under thirty percent probably. Okay. Um, wait, well, Azothkug is like, no, uh, yes. yeah, still in there? Yep. Hey, can I just say that I'm trying to, I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying to be careful? Okay. <laughs> you, <laughs> you can say that, but you're okay. going to have to say it while you're on the move and doing your action. All right. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to, I'll, I'll get him out. Is what he says that he tries to stab him. All right, man. Okay. Nat Go 20. Nat yeah. 20. With a nat 20, uh, go ahead and roll to confirm. Um, but with the nat 20, either way. Confirm. Okay, so you did confirm the nat 20. So what happens is not only do you successfully impale it, as you run towards it, you're able to pick out the little moving bump that is, yeah, like nice. flailing around in there. And so you just stab it on the other side. Duh. Every barbarian yeah, knows that. Every exactly. scientific barbarian knows that's how it works. That so is. you stab it on the other side. You spin your greatsword around. You impale it straight down into the rock. You stab down so hard that the rock itself cracks. Rather than rolling double damage, roll a d20 and then double your result. And oh, that'll be the, the damage you get as you slam into the rock. Rolls that one. 32. <laughs> 32 damage. So you deal 32 damage as you stab straight through this thing. Um, it Holy crap. Sh it shrieks the first time you've heard it make any noise, and it doesn't sound like it's coming from a mouth. It's like when someone's restrained, and you're like, Aah! it's like that. Mm. Um, it makes this shrieking sound, and it immediately uses its reaction to leap towards you, literally tearing a jagged edge in itself to break free mm -hmm. of the sword and leap straight for your torso. It's going to try and grapple you, athletics or acrobatics, to avoid it. Okay, let me find that. 
And I'm rolling it with disadvantage because you just impaled it into the ground, just so we're clear. 19. Okay. Um, it is not able to, to grapple you. As it leaps towards you, you I mean, it's got a big hole in it. So you just kind of like swat it aside and like you have the you have the distance to disengage, or you can re-engage if you want, like for the next turn, like step close and you won't provoke an opportunity attack. Either way. Okay. Does that mean 60 more seconds to talk, talk, talk tactics now? Once you tell me whether you're taking talk? a move action to leave. Uh, no, I just need to know if you're staying gonna, where you are. I'm going to step forward and try to finish it off. Sounds good. You stay where you are. You all have 60 seconds to talk tactics. Yeah. Uh, Al- Alan's going to go for gonna, yeah. Okay, sweet. Alan's going to just try to hit it with another sword attack and get rid of it. Slice it in half. Okay. Anybody yeah. else need to talk about things? We can just go right into combat if we all feel good. Good? I feel good. Going once. Shooty bang bang. Going twice. All right. Zothkug, take your turn. Uh, I'm going to... Is You said it leapt up, so yeah is on the ground. Yeah is uncovered, but yeah is close enough to it that if you step over to yeah, you will provoke an opportunity attack. Mm. That's, a, that, that's a risk I'm willing to take. Okay. For yeah's sake. Are you just going to dive over Yeah and shield him, or are you trying to pick him up and leave? Pick him up and leave. Okay, great. Um, let's roll the opportunity attack to see if it gets you. It definitely doesn't. So you run towards it, and it, like, you know, leans a little bit in your direction to try and claw at you, but Owlin, who, like, totally has its number from that nat 20, just, like, kicks it aside with his foot. <laughs> like, he's keeping it, you know, at, at a safe distance for himself, but he still uses one of those, like, big dig site six boots to just like bap it to the side like no you don't um okay jebediah peppermint you want to take your turn or whoever wants to go next sure i'll go okay Um, i'm gonna cast frostbite on the creature it needs to make a uh, con save okay what's the save to beat uh 13 uh it rolled a 16 okay so does it take half damage or anything the frost that uh that i'm trying to code it in okay does it take any damage uh, it's a cantrip, you know. Okay, cool. So, yeah, you attack it, but it, it doesn't take any damage. Um, and that brings us to Alan or Fox, whoever wants it next. Fox, what are you up to? Oh, stab it! <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're stabbing it, or you want Alan to stab it? I'm stabbing it. He's stabbing it. Go ahead and roll yeah. to stab. It is engaged in combat with Alan, which makes this a sneak attack. Yeah. Matt, you want to talk about it? No. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. What did you roll? I rolled a two on the die. Oh. Okay. Oof. Matt goes up That's for the sneak one. attack, but um, between Yeah and Zothkug, like kind of running past him, and then you're keeping the thing at bay, he like can't quite find the angle to get in there. I, I went so he the just note. isn't able to, to get the stab. I, I rolled his advantage, right? Because I figured that's what that is. Yeah. I rolled two twice. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Dang. It's all right. You got the bad rolls out now. All right, yeah, Alan, right, right, your right, turn. Right. I only got a 13. Right. I'm slicing it with my greatsword. Uh, 13 ties, an attacker wins in a tie. So you Let's stab go. towards it with your greatsword. Go ahead and roll damage for me. Oh, kind of a low roll. Seven damage. Okay. Uh... Advantage has been redeemed for Matt for the the next time that you do a thing. Oh, um, there you go from from chat. So thanks, chat. 
okay, so you said you did seven damage, is that right? Seven damage, yes. Okay, you do seven damage, Slicey. and the thing it does another one is like kind of on the ground. Um, it does not have a reaction to attack you with, but it is going to take its turn and try to leap again and grapple you. Grapple Snapple. It rolled. It rolled me missing its stat block. Um. Oh, duh! It's a grapple, so it should be opposed by your, um, your athletics or acrobatics check. That's what I did I wrong. I know. I got a uh, seven on my athletics check, which means mm. I rolled a two. So yep. sad. It definitely grapples you. Um, it leaps towards you, and now that it kind of knows, like this is a bigger target, I need to be more wary. Whatever. Like it, it kind of weaves around your defensive like block with your arm. And so it leaps forward and it grapples and it's tied around like under one arm and then around your neck. So it's like pinning one arm against the side of your head. And it again begins to constrict. You take 10 bludgeoning damage oh, as it begins no. choking you and you are now smothered. Um, if this lasts for three rounds, then you'll need to roll con saves to keep your breath. Um, I should have raged before. <laughs> <laughs> I should have been angry. You have 60 seconds to talk tactics if you need it. If everyone's ready, how you much just say ready. Is, uh, how much of this creature is flapping in the wind? Like None of it is flapping in the wind. Now that it's grappled, it's like like the corners are tied around him, and then the rest of the fabric is just kind of over-smothering him. Is there enough room? Like, on, like Could I like grab onto it? Oh, yeah. Like, you can definitely do that. Itself? There's folds in the fabric. It's just not loose and like billowing. All right, guys, I'm going to bust out a big gun unless you got something in your back pocket. And Fox, I'm going to make you not small anymore. Okay. <laughs> Go for it, Jib. Alwyn, do we need big guns? <laughs> cool. <laughs> you have 20 seconds. You all ready? I think we're good. Y'all ready I'll for this? I'll slice him and dice him if you don't get him. Uh, Jebediah, you go ahead and go first. I'm going to cast Hand of Coal. Okay. And it's going to reach out and it's going to grab onto uh, onto this creature. Sounds cool. Grasp it. It needs to make a strength saving throw. Yeah, it does. I'm going to give it disadvantage because it's grappling. Okay. It's got to beat a 13. They rolled a 15. Oh, with disadvantage? Yeah. The first Crazy. roll was a 20. Ooh. What? Okay. Well, the the hand is still there. Okay, so there's a, um, basically and, a giant fire hand yeah. holding onto it. Well, is the hand made of coal, like embers? No, it's named after Grandpa. Um, oh, cool. It's made, okay. of it's made of stone. Great. So there's a giant stone hand. So now, Alan, there's this extra weight, like, kind of near <laughs> you. I'm assuming because you have control over it, it's not, like, weighing down on him or anything. But you can no, just no, feel, it's just, like... It's, just try it's, like, yeah. erupting out of the ground, and it's just, like, trying to grapple and grab onto the thing. Okay, Alan it's trying to grab maybe Zothkug has joined the melee trying to like take it off. <laughs> yeah. <or something. laughs> and and much like a like a, a snake or something else with like full control of its body, like being all one muscle, the fabric is like weaving and undulating to avoid the grip of the hand, and uh, that's why it's unable to actually get a grip. Uh all right, Fox, you wanna go next? Yeah, I'm gonna stab him. Okay. Or what are you stabbing him with? You I think um, you're as a like I dropped that. That okay, cool. dropping okay. the concentration on it. Alright, then I stab him. With a normal wait, voice. Wait, you're just gonna stab the rug even though it's around my face? Well, oh, okay, sorry. Is that how I it works? Will, I'm, I, I will go to try to cut through <laughs> it with a dagger, so that way it is a shallow cut and hopefully not all the way to the man inside. Is your dagger perhaps well. like a box cutter where you can like set the, <laughs> the depth? 
You can roll with advantage. This does count as a sneak attack because it's already engaged in combat. I, I don't need to. Oh? I'll take the sneak attack, though. But I already rolled a nat 20. Oh, uh, did you roll to confirm that nat 20? Why why you have to why you have to do this to me? I just I gotta mean, know. <laughs> you know? I rolled a nat one. <laughs> Ooh! Uh, roll so, again, my man. Roll again, my man. 13. Okay. Uh, we'll just so call it's it... normal. Yeah, a 13 plus whatever <laughs> will be your attack. It's AC is a 13, so it doesn't matter. You hit it. Um, okay. Go ahead and roll your sneaky tacky damage. I'm rolling all of my rolls. All of Ebet. And where is this? There we go. Okay, so that is 12 damage. 12 damage. You hit this thing for 12 damage. You get like a nice good cut in there. And Owlin, you can see the blade poke very precisely in the space Ooh. between like your arm that's pinned against your, your head. The dagger's like shink, shink. Like like um the Assassin's Creed thing. Like just just in and out. Very surgical. Um, and that brings us to Owlin or Zothkug, whoever wants to go next. Owlin's only thing you can do is roll athletics to get out, right? That's true. Okay, I'll, I'll just do that now. Okay, so go ahead. I will be trying to help by, like, prying it open. Ah, okay, uh, roll strength to assist. Just okay. straight strength. That's 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 going to go great. 21. Oh, uh, a 21's going to do it. So, yeah, between the two of you, Owlin, you, like, are able to get space, and as soon as you make space, Zothkug is able to, like, get his arms inside it, you know, like his big burly nice. orc arms, and so he pulls it aside. And then as soon as there's room like that, the hand of Cole closes fully over it and pulls backwards as well. And so between all of you, you're able to, again, pry this thing shrieking and flailing off of you. Um, and now it's kind of suspended in the air. It looks a little ragged. There are some, you know, it's been impaled twice now. There are some cuts and slices down it, but it does not seem to be slowing down as far as just motion and, and vigor and willingness to... Uh, assault the people around it. So um, that's the current situation. It's going to take its turn and try to free itself from the three people who are grappling it. Um, if one of you wants to be a representative for the group and roll an athletics check, that probably should be Alan because he's the one five. who just yeah. escaped. It should be definitely so, be Alan. Yeah, Alan, go ahead and roll athletics. And it's going to... Okay, it does beat your, your check. It. So it escapes from your grapple. It like worms its way out of the grip and kind of flits up to the ceiling so it's out of reach of you, but it looks Dang. like it's probably regrouping for another attack. You've got 60 seconds to talk tactics. If it stays up there, Alan's going to throw an axe at it, probably. Zoth Is it near a wall? Yeah, it's on a ceiling. It's like flat against the ceiling right now. Is right, Yan the well. pot? Uh, yeah, is with you unless you've taken him back to the pot. Well, the pot's on my back. Sure. Then yeah, jumps into the pot. Okay. Which pot? <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna use my just be here. waiting. Okay, you guys ready to enter combat? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna go left to right, but you can delay if you don't want to go yet. So okay. Fox, do you want to take an action? I'm just gonna prepare in case it falls down. Uh, switch to my rapier and just hold it like I'm like a spearman waiting for the horse charge. Sounds great. Uh, Jebediah Peppermint, what you doing? Um, almost like he's he's using the gun almost like a fishing line. Like he's got like some sort of tether and he drags it down and the hand goes down into the ground and 
boom, out of the wall and is going to grab at it again. Um, and it needs to make a strength save. It rolled a 17. Oh, dang it. It's just like grasping at him and it's like flipping through it. Yeah, it's Hopefully like flailing through fingers and stuff. Um, Alan, what you want to do? Alan grabs one of the two hand axes that have been at his belt this whole time, and he has never pulled out once this entire campaign. He grabs one, and he just flings it up there. Okay. Overhand, to overhand throw to try to get that. Go ahead and roll to hit. Go ahead and roll to hit. Nat 20. Roll again. (laughs) My man. 11 to confirm. Yep, that confirms. So you hit it with the axe. Go ahead and roll critical damage. That is 15 damage. 15, yep, 15 damage. damage. Uh, and now, like, like it seems like the thing is starting to slow down. It's it's still got a little bit of life in it, but it's 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 slowing. Zothkug, does, what are you doing? D- does the axe, um, like, is it, like, stuck in the ceiling? Did it pin the rug up there? Did it ping the off? The axe kind of like, skims along the bottom of it, so it doesn't cut okay. through. It just kind of makes a little gash, and then it okay. falls back to the ground. Okay. Cool. Uh, uh, Zothkug, what are you doing? He is going to uh, use an ability that hasn't been used yet. Uh, let me just pull it up. Um, It is called... Emboldening bond. As an action, you choose up to two willing creatures within 30 feet of you, creating a magical bond among them for 10 minutes or until you use this feature again. While any bonded creatures within 30 feet of another, once per turn, they can roll a d4 and add it to an attack roll, an ability check, or a saving throw they make. I am choosing Alan and Fox. Awesome. Uh, nice. You, you have greatly increased your bond with Alan and Fox. Yeah. We feel so. I feel so close to you right oh, now. Oh. I feel uncomfortable. He holds <laughs> the force field. He holds up a, a leaf, and he does some some magical hand motions, hand movements, uh-huh. and then he says, "Fox, the now Fox Allen, stay within thirty feet of each other." And Very cool. Maybe okay. they have a like, nice light aura around them. Sure, a little glow begins to kind of pop up around, like around your silhouettes. I feel um, glow close. A little iridescent right now. <laughs> um, the the creature, uh, as you as you do this, you all kind of note that the creature has like kind of coiled itself up into a roll, like the way you would roll up a rug, and then unfurls and uses that momentum to launch itself down the the kind of tunnel away from you into the distance. It's um, unless one of you is going to try and stop it, it is trying to flee now, just ahead of you northwards into the tunnel. Can I try uh, to grab it with the hand? Absolutely. Uh, go ahead and make your your. I guess it just rolls a save when you try and grab it with the hand. It rolls right? a strength save. Yeah. Okay. It Are rolled. Are we still on initiative? Um, no, because it's trying to flee. So that's why I'm. This is basically a reaction for each of you, unless it's going to flee. Um, okay. The hand has attempted to grab the thing. It rolled a 10. I had to beat a 13, so it is restrained, and it takes 2d6 bludgeoning damage as it crushes it. Alright, go ahead and roll that that damage. 7 bludgeoning damage. Okay, 7 bludgeoning damage. Um, It has resistance to bludgeoning damage, so that actually amounts to 4 bludgeoning damage. Oof, darn. Uh, But that's Um, okay. Um, and it's still, it, it's still, it's still wriggling. Do we want to stop it? Uh, do, do we, we have a, go? 
if I have the moment, um, Fox is now going to pull out his... The, if we're all going to pull out things we haven't used this entire <laughs> campaign, um, I'll pull out my short bow. Okay. Uh, try to knock a quick arrow mm -hmm. and uh, hit it while it's in the fist. I think I got it, Jeb. This is an advantage situation that. because it can't move, which means that you have a sneak attack. A d4 to the roll? Add to the attack roll ability check or saving throw. Nice. Uh, and this is a advantage, you said? It is. Uh, all right. I'll take the first one, uh, which was a 16 plus. You hit. Now, it was a non-net 20, yes. Um, Go ahead and roll some some sneaky damage. I'm looking for the sneaky damage. Uh, oh, no. The sneaky poke. Uh, ooh, okay. That's going to be 15 damage. <laughs> it Your arrow like slices clean through the fabric and impales like so swift is your shot that it impales into the stone hand and like is stuck into the like in between two of the fingers and then just a little bit into one of the knuckles oh and yeah the the creature immediately just goes limp and like flops and stops struggling i um, i'm gonna pull the hand it's just like it's gonna come along the wall and just go and just like drop it down next to us yeah you are Stupid res of fresen, bring it, bring it, make me waste spill slots this early in the morning as if sting it, dang it, just it. Uh, Alan, roll a, um, actually, yeah, Alan, roll a nature check, Jebediah, roll survival with advantage. Is my arrow still good? Can I check that? No, the <laughs> flint has been embedded into stone and is therefore dulled. <laughs> Natural Sorry, wine. man. Sorry, pup. Yeah, it's all good. Jeb, you, or Alan, you don't need to roll. I got to a confirm. 15. Okay, Jebediah, you can recognize this creature because it's one of the things they tell Dirt to watch out for in the tunnels. It is called a trapper. It is a large monstrosity, and when they sit still, they can blend themselves in with um, basically like stone or earthen materials. They'll also, like if they're above ground, they'll blend in with the grass and hide under foliage, but they stay smooth, so usually they stay underground. Um, and they basically... Like, when they get something, they just smother it until it, like, starves of air, and then they digest it, like, right from where they're wrapped around it, and that's how they eat. So usually all they leave behind is, like, hard goods, like bones, gems, coins, weapons, and, and that's it. There's, like, no trace left of the thing. But they are usually solitary beings, and so you're pretty confident there's not going to be any more of them nearby. Like, they're very territorial. Would I know if they are a nesting creature? Um, they are not nesting creatures, but they are content to stay still as long as food regularly comes to them. If not, they will go in search of the food. They need to eat like once um, a week. Well, uh, stupid trapper is going to trap me. Inside of is, is there a pile of other adventurers stuff? Around? Why don't you make an investigation check? Sure. That's what I was going to say. Like they're. If there's anything, it's going to be, you know, relatively close by. So we could probably scout uh, the area. 18. So good thinking's off. 18. That's a good check there, buddy. That's a good yeah. check. You find... Hang on. I'm, I'm going to roll for how many because I don't want to make up a number and then jip you. <laughs> I'm always... I have trouble being convinced that, like, loot decisions are fair. So I let the dice decide them. That's fair. 120 leather boots. You find... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, you find seven gold pieces. You find one ruby, like an uncut big old ruby. 
Um, you find several bones, small like dirt folk or gnome sized bones. And you find one um, stone, like a, a chip off of a stone tablet with what looks to be an anvil etched on it. Ooh. And the anvil extends across the chip. So if there was more to that sigil, you wouldn't see the rest of it. I'll call the whole group over. Hey guys, come look at this. I found found its digestive pile. <laughs> That's the most disgusting term I think I've ever heard in my entire life. Alan is really intrigued. It immediately goes over. <laughs> I do not want to go over to see a digestive pile. I mean, the ass has probably already been neutralized and dissipated and stuff. But yeah. uh, what's left behind, though? Uh, I am extremely interested stuff. to see what oh. would be left behind in that its digestive pile, especially if the acid is already dissipated. Uh -oh. After calling Alan everyone out, they're like pulling apart this owl pellet, essentially. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so you find all that stuff that I said. You find the stone tablet and the um, the ruby and seven. Y'all are gross. Gold pieces. You just leave them alone, man. No, the, we there's gold in here and a, a ruby. That that's oh snap. Yeah, good job, guys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I thought you would appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, man, we can use this to help put towards your your debt i don't feel right money. about this i don't i don't feel right about pulling money out of another monster's uh well feces uh, it, they, hello? hello is someone there a voice Fox. echoes what? to you from you further down the tunnel who said that that, that man? isn't me that isn't me are you are you oh. okay i thought i i thought i heard fighting is everyone okay who yeah, we're good there? Alan will. Uh, mm. I got this, Alan. I got this. Uh, Do I who, see anything with identify yourself? People? Sorry, what did you ask, Wash? I missed what you said. No, let, let Alan do it. Okay, he's got it. Identify yourself. Uh, I I'm just a I'm just a cart driver. I I just I work for Thames. I I was doing a, a I was just taking some warehouse to. I I I I'm just I'm I'm just a dude. I but I it sounded like there was maybe some kind of fighting. I heard some yelling and some come stuff towards us. Announce your name, your title, and what you are delivering as you come towards uh, us slowly. Do we, we know his company? You said Thames. Yes, and you don't know the company. Uh, okay. I I don't look. I don't want any trouble. I could just go if that's if that's better. I don't I don't want any trouble or anything. I just. I just, it's safe, no man. Trouble you here, can continue. Friend. No trouble here, friend. And around the corner of the the tunnel up ahead of you comes a do do do. Okay, it's a it's a small gnome uh, wearing black traveler's pants and a navy blue long sleeve shirt. And then he's wearing over top of that like an orange vest with like a large notebook and a, a quill and an inkwell tucked into a pocket in the orange vest. And he comes around the corner. He's got his hands in the air. He looks really sheepish. He's like, I, I didn't, I didn't want any trouble or anything. I just, I just thought I. It sounded like maybe someone was was getting attacked or, or something. I know there's there's some crazy stuff down here. If you're not ready for it, and I, I just thought maybe I could help. Uh, I've I've got a you know I've got a cart if you need if you need a lift or anything whoa, 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 to man. you know calm down. We're good. We're good. We just we ran into a trapper, but it's been handled. Oh wow! You you must really know how to take care of yourselves out here. That's that's good for you. Great job. You know, uh, Thanks, speaking of man. which, uh, Fox comes up with an idea. Um, speaking of which, um, 
yeah, no, man, th these parts, we've, we've been killing quite a, a few things here, and it's pretty dangerous. Uh, you mentioned a ride. You know, we usually are not ones to ask for anything, but it looks like you just might need the protection around here. It's been getting dangerous lately. Oh, well, I, I mean, I'm I'm safe. I, you know, I my my cart's an Edison. I'm safe. I, ju I just uh, I just um, you know, if you guys need a lift or anything, I could I could give you one. But it's not a big deal if you, you know, if you need. Well, if, if, you're if, if you're good, you know, I'll, where are you I can, going? Where are you headed? I'm headed back to Tumbleweb. I'm I'm headed back to the strands. How convenient. Yeah. Well, Tumbleweb does not exist down here. Tumbleweb is. Of not course not, silly. You gotta go. You gotta. Go up the up the tunnel. You gotta get back to Tumbleweb. It's just it's. Uh, do you know where you are? Are you lost? I can. I've got a map. If you if you need a map. Oh yeah, where are you at? Like where? You got a map? Where are we at? Yeah. Well, it's 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 all in my cart. I got out of the cart and just came over here to help. I've got any pats his side, oh, and you, you can see like a little baton like... is like clipped to his side. Yeah, um, you don't want to leave that stuff unprotected. I mean, who knows what's out here? Yeah. Uh, what's your, what's your name? And Jeb starts like walking alongside him. Um, yeah, he he like shakes your claw as you come alongside him, and he yeah, goes, "Oh, I'm, I'm I'm Billy. I uh, you know, I just I'm j I'm just the night shift guy. I'm just you know, I just delivered a bunch of stuff overnight. I'm on my way back to back to Tumbleweb. You know, I'm getting off the warehouse shift. You know how it is. Uh, um, and he, oh yeah, got to get stay on that grind. Can I roll an insight check to see if he make sure he's not hiding yeah. anything? Yeah, absolutely. I rolled a twelve. He seems genuine to you. Mm, okay, I just follow. Uh, he leads you back, and you eventually see, you know, it, it's a couple twists and turns, but it, you're only five minutes, maybe six minutes off the main road at this point. And so he leads you back to the main road, and um, you see the, uh, you see like a nice big cart. This one's not dissimilar from the one you stole from Dig Site 6, but this one's got, excuse me, this one's got canvas walls and a canvas roof over the top of it. And, you know, it's, it's wooden construction with the big stone wheels, just like the other ones had. And there are, Two deep rote who have been pulling it. You know their hooves are kind of clopping as they shift uh, anxiously on the ground. As they shift on the ground, you realize that there's a, a small layer of um, like just a little bit of grime, like you saw it at um, like the outskirts of Dig Site Six. There's kind of a small amount of grime there on the ground, and the the rote have like special like like horseshoe type things that are giving them extra traction to like walk in it and pull the cart. Um, the cart seems like it might just be heavy enough that it doesn't have to worry about it. Um, but anyway, so you get to the cart and on the, on the cart, you can see a clear, uh, logo on the front of it. It's just a, a gray, um, cart that is following the course of a river and the river kind of makes like the slightly concave shape of a smile. And then above it, it says Thames. Um, and the, uh, the driver, the gnome that you were walking with, Billy, he climbs up into the cart and he pulls out a little scroll. You know, when he unfurls it and he goes, "Hey, here's a here's a here's a map of the roadways," and you can see like you're you're not far from Tumbleweb at all. Especially if you get a ride on a cart, you're probably less than a day's journey from Tumbleweb. Do I notice any other markings on this map, like um, particular to his company? Um, you can see. So roll perception. Let's see how much you can see on there. Could I make a uh, Could I make a case for investigation? Uh, yeah, you can make a case for investigation. Were you, Were you gonna? Uh, you gotta convince oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> well, so essentially, like I've been looking at my map, and I'm curious. Uh, like I want to see like what the differences are between my map and his map, 
Okay, and, sure. So uh, it's an academic pursuit, not a not a, a a wisdom one. So yeah, go ahead. Use per, use um investigation for that. Sixteen. Okay. Uh, with your 16 investigation, you you don't see the map for very long because he's you know he's pointing at it and his hands moving and he goes we're here and there's Tumbleweb and you know and then he rolls it back up. But you do notice that it looks like there are four marked spots outside of Tumbleweb, like in the strands, um, mm. which you you know about the strands. The others don't, so I'm not going to yeah. contextualize it. But in the strands, it looks like there's one in each cardinal direction from Tumbleweb, and the. Um, he's got a, a like a hand-drawn circle around the one on the southern side, which is the one closest to you, um, and that's the one he says, you know, like I'm I'm headed up here, and that's that's what he's doing. Any of those uh, that are close to home? Uh, no. So your your home was closer to like you know within the first ring, like you were closer to the bowl. So gotcha. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. Well. Um... Yeah, I mean, if, if you're if you're willing to give us a ride, I mean, that'd be great. You don't like you don't have any extra um, gear to hook up our deep rote, would you? And we could, you know, help this thing along even a little bit more. Wow, I uh, I don't have any like harnesses or anything, but I, it looks like you've got some I mean, leads got coming harnesses. off them. Maybe we can, yeah, maybe maybe we can figure something out. Let's give it a try. Uh, why don't you, one of you, a representative from the group, can roll animal handling? to see if you can successfully get these things connected to the cart and he's going to roll to assist. The cart will do it. And eat my rations and watch. Okay. (laughs) Zoth got an 18. Okay, between the two of you, you are able to kind of get a, you know, because you don't have the like harness thing that goes up the middle, but you're able to sort of create that with their leads and tie it together. And it's fine. It works. It'll get you to Tumbleweb. It probably wouldn't last for a long journey, but it'll get you back to town. Um, so you, you are able to do that. Are you guys climbing in the cart? Yes. Yeah. Alan, Alan, Alan was standing probably the farthest back for the, for a while, but he trusts he's, he's, yeah, he's on board now. Okay. So you all, um, trust on the back and kind of dangle my feet. (laughs) Okay. Do you want to sit up front with him? Like while he's driving, he's got, you know, there's like two spots on the front of the cart for people to sit while they're, they're kind of valeting. Yeah, sure. Okay, that'll work. So yeah, he like you know gives you a hand up and and pulls you up onto the cart with him and goes, all right, let's let's get going with this hooked up. We should be back in just like forty six minutes. Is how long I think it's gonna take us to get back. So uh, that, really, y'all really y'all really got this down to the down to the wire. I mean, you really. Oh uh, well, I mean, we're we're a precision company, sir. I mean, we you know we a lot of, a lot of our uh, customers at Thames are actually able to pay us a little bit extra, and we we make sure they get whatever they order within two days. So we're really oh, nice, good about nice. that. Yeah. Nice. Um, but yeah, so, so is let's this like driven out of like innovation or like razor thin margins. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a little bit of both. I mean, you know, back uh, back that, in the now day, that we're we talking, were a, now that we're talking business. Alan's ears have perked up a little bit. He's like, he's like oh, scooching okay. back yeah. further back in the cart, so he's closer to them talking. <laughs> um, it's you know, I mean, I'm just I'm just a I'm just a worker, so I don't know a whole lot about where it came from. But you know, they um, the you know the owner lives in in Tumbleweb, so you know she she throws parties and stuff sometimes. Maybe if you're if you're important and fancy enough, maybe you can get an invite and you can go talk to her about it. Now Fox's ears <laughs> perk up. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think I'm important and fancy enough to meet their big, uh, big boss lady? Uh, I believe that she could be convinced of it. I, yeah, I, I, I guess it depends. I don't know anything about you, sir, but, uh, you know, um, I mean, 
she's she's around you know it's it takes a lot it seems like to get an invite to a, a jess basin party but you know it's not like it's not like impossible <laughs> you know she she often will throw she'll invite some of the other you know kind of the big industry people from tumbleweb over to her party so you might be able to get in with one of them and and get a an invitation that way well that's that's kind of the high life and that's not really my speed but uh what's her name just in case i end up uh end up needing to thank her personally for for one of her outstanding employees and their benevolence Oh, her name's Jess Basin, and I, I sure would appreciate if you'd actually... We have a, a, a stone tablet posted outside each warehouse where you can fill out a survey about your experience with us, and I sure would appreciate it if you went through and, and uh, filled that out. You know, they the managers say they use that to improve the experience for everyone, so, you know, it'd be great oh, to have nice, you contribute. Nice. But I think, you know what? I think it, it might be worth her while, and I'm sure you know, you know your, your cousin, right? Um... He's, he's pretty famous. I'm sure he could get into that party. He could get us into that party. Sorry, who I are you talking Mr. to? Yeah. Sir, I, uh, I think that your cousin could get into that party. <laughs> Fox, <laughs> do you know his cousin? Yeah. That's yeah, what I, I was just cousin. wondering. How do you know? How do you know, Greg? Well, you see, I get around, you know. <laughs> I've been I mean, that's on not, the surface, that's true. below I the don't, surface. I don't know. I got here. <laughs> you did well, get here somehow. This is what I do. Well, uh, I, I, I believe uh, Fox knows um, him, knows Greg through uh, uh, Phil, Phil, Phil. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, I, th I think he does know a Phil. I think Greg does work with a Phil. Yeah, but that's second shift guy, right? Yes. Yeah. Me and Phil, me and Phil, we used to work together. Uh, you know, I went to a, a thing Phil was hosting. I met it was Greg. Was a Kilnor party. Okay. At this point, you need to roll roll persuasion uh, or deception. <laughs> deception. You're you're now telling of uh, this man a false life story. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know why. Uh, don't don't worry about it. There's there's a reasoning behind everything. <laughs> Oh, I need to. I have. This is a, a character sheet for ants. <laughs> <laughs> what? It means it's zoomed out, so it's too small. <laughs> what is this? I, a character sheet for ants? <laughs> I got a seventeen. Okay. Uh, he he seems convinced. He's like, yeah, that's that's cool. You know, Phil. I you know that you, that you, that you do all that stuff. I'm I'm amazed. I haven't seen you guys around. You know, before. I mean, Tumbleweb's a, a big place, but I feel like. You know, with, with this many tall folk in one group, I feel like you guys would stick out. Like I said, I get around. You know, we get around, so we're not always in town. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, hey, we're just coming up the tunnel here. We're, we're, we're getting pretty close, and you are now entering one of what Jebediah recognizes as the strands. Um, you can recognize that you're entering a strand because uh, although you've been going, you know, up a steady incline for a while, now around you the the walls have turned back to like dirt, clay, and and sediment, but not like the cavernous stone of the Underdark. Um, the ground is is like slightly muddy in the way that like well used pathways are, um, where yeah. you know the dirt gets kind of like pushed down and it's it's a little bit soft because it's getting rearranged all the time. The cart cuts through it nice and easy in the same wheel ruts that have you know probably been there as long as time and jeb the familiar smell of 
kind of coal and industry comes back to you from the people refining things from the mines and you know it's all it's all it's starting to smell like home and as you get closer to the first i'm sorry to the third ring of tumbleweb you also are greeted by the familiar smell of the irreplaceable original dirt recipe key lime pie being baked in <laughs> one of the one of the key lime pieries in town so it's uh, it's really starting to to feel like home at this point but before you quite make it to the third ring um Gre- uh, greg <laughs> billy pulls his <laughs> cart over to the side of the of the road and he goes well, I'm afraid this is where I'm going to have to leave you. This is this is my stop, and you can see a big door inset into the side of the tunnel, like a garage door width type thing, and it, it says over it, it just says Thames Warehouse 4. And he says, you know, I got to get this cart back in here, get it ready for the next, for the morning shift. You know, we're going to switch out the Rothe, let them rest. You uh, you need somewhere to, to stable these two guys? I mean, we'll put them to work, but, you know, I can, I can give them somewhere to stay, and I'll tag them so you can get them back. And he shows you he's got, like, little red ribbons that he can tie around there. Um, their necks so that you guys could come back for them whenever you want. That would be great, man. Yeah, no problem. And he um he walks over and you know kind of leads the whole the whole entourage into the warehouse. As the door to the warehouse opens, you get a glimpse beyond at just like rows and rows of shelving. Like this thing open, excuse me, opens up into like a massive, um, massive event of a building i mean huge like it's a warehouse so it looks like a warehouse and it's not dirt sized it's um it's like tall folk sized so that's what's happening i'm gonna take a minute to uh to give billy a good review on the uh the stone tablet outside of the <laughs> warehouse sounds great alan uh, will ask billy uh, is this the the headquarters of your company, or is is this simply uh, a warehouse or one one of many uh, stations? Oh, this is this is one of four. We got a warehouse on you know each side of Tumbleweb. Tumbleweb's mm. one of our main distribution centers. I mean, I mean, Jess Basin lives here. You know, like we're you know, of course it's going to be big. We also got another major distribution hub in Udril, uh, and then we've got the 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 eastern set of our operation has a major distribution hub out there too. So. Very interesting. Did did you perhaps take any inter, any uh, or do you know perhaps whether this business model took any inspiration from the delivery methods being developed in uh, by the A2 right now? I wouldn't know nothing about any of that, sir. I've I've been basically in Tubblewood my whole life, born fair, and raised. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, you you all have a great stay in uh, in Tumbleweb, and maybe I'll see you around. You know, if you're if you're uh, feeling kind of thirsty or you know whatever, I personally am a huge fan of the Molehill Tavern, uh, and I'm there every night uh, or every morning, I should say, when I get off my shift. I like to get a nice breakfast, and then I'm there every evening before I start my shift. I like to get a little. I feel like I drive better when I'm just a little drunk. So that's uh that's the way that I I do things. Um, I mean, the uh, rote do most of it anyway. That's true. They sure do. Well, uh, and uh, thank you. Have a good, have a good morning. Yeah. Yep. He he heads on in, stables your rote, mm. and the door shuts with a a behind him. You are now in one of the strands. It is a tunnel. It's still pretty wide and pretty tall. It's um, narrowing back down to being like that dirt highway tunnel that you were in before. Um, like where this whole adventure started, one of those tunnels. So you've got maybe five or six feet of clearance over um, Zothkug and Alan's heads before you're at the ceiling. 
and it's a decent width. It's, you know, the walls aren't perfectly square. They've got the nice build up to them that makes Jebediah feel cozy and supported. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's now you're here. Welcome right. to the outer strand of Tumbleweed. Could, could I check on you? Uh, hey, hey, how are you doing? Uh, that was uh, a little bit wild back there. I hope you're okay. It was very surprising, but I am unharmed thanks to all of your great work. Thank you very much. We'll always protect you, man. So, we got uh, back. We're, we're, DM, we're alone ish in this highway, right? Right now? Yeah, you're alone ish. Okay. So, all right, guys, hear, hear me out. Um, so, this uh, Thames, right? It's yeah. A big delivery hub. All right. I think maybe, just, I don't know, it just itches me. This is a big delivery hub, and Sacrium's going to need something to help move it right mm. and i believe tumbleweb was central to its whole operation so perhaps this you know jess or something <clears throat> might know something about so perhaps if we get into that party we might figure something out the dark place is under mm. tumbleweb right well Rude. i mean it, the maps aren't really three-dimensional they don't really show height so it could have the dark side could be just here especially if all of the tunnels slope up it could but you're right it could be below but we don't know that we could uh meet up that billy for for a meal and and ask him what he knows about the bright world company ah that that would be that might be a, a little too idea. direct i well, mean think about could, it though I, if we it, start asking around the bright world company and it's it's going to look a little sus if they are if they have their dark side here I, I believe that um, both ideas are, are are good ones, and I believe that we should not rule out that Tumbleweb itself is the dark side. Um, I, myself, am also simply intrigued by their distribution methods and what their business model is. It seems very interesting. But uh, the, the, the <laughs> a, a thought that should be considered, I believe we meet up with Billy again. We maybe put some encourage him to drink some alcoholic beverages and only ask him the uh the bright world company question once he seems to be in a in a great state to answer honestly but perhaps not remember that he did such <laughs> I, uh, and I, later try to get ourselves into the party if that seems to be a good lead hey a party sounds great i'm man. just worried I, that there might be other people listening go sorry go ahead chad and Jeb just like looks up at the tall people talking back and forth <laughs> over his head. Uh, I know a guy that we could probably talk to who's, you know, lives in town and would be pretty well connected. He's a he's a cousin of mine. Somebody you're comfortable talking to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's him and I are, you know, we go well, we go way back. If it's if it's a Kelnor party, I can get us in. Not sure if it's a Kelmore party. I, I don't I don't know if that's the case, but I hey. think Jebediah's familial lead is also a great place to start. Well, we need a place to rest anyway, or stay while we're in Tumbleweb. So your cousin yeah, might know where to stay. Oh, yeah, 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 no, know how can, to party. They throw the best parties. Okay. Zothkug, I don't believe you're connected to the conversation that's happening right now. We're, <laughs> we're talking about visiting Jeb's cousin. We can worry about the party later. I mean, it doesn't surprise me that you want to go party. That sounds rad. And actually, you know... From the sound of it, like really there'll be good. a lot of important people there, guys. 
I, I mean, agree. The party yeah. is important. Zoth, I, I pushed this one. You said we'd talk about it. I know it's been a while <laughs> since you've had like a Kelnor meetup, but we need we need to we need to hey, figure man. out our roots here first. We need it's to. It's been need... very stressful, and I haven't had my usual de-stressing mechanism. All right, all right, <laughs> guys. I think this is what we should do. Okay. All right. This this whole place, we have no idea what's going on. We have no idea where the dark side is, right? But it's something to do with here. I have an inkling or a hunch it might be doing with this Thames, but we know for sure it's got to be somewhere around here. Somebody knows, and I think we got to set up a safe house, take our time, try to gather as much information, follow our leads, but we got to be careful. I agree. Another... We must be more careful than we were at the dig site. It's just Wasn't a little TBWC using Scale and Sons, though? Hmm. Was that a question uh, for me or the group? For the group, okay. Was is Scale they and Sons in their distribution network? Is that? But that's that's for messages, right? This yes. seems to be more map. I, I don't mean, believe it's, it's we've delivery. We've... It's, it's not DiGiorno, guys. <laughs> elevation change machine. Um, I... DM. Uh, Scales and Sons. Did they ever remove anything beyond a letter or parcel of some sort? Uh, like Scale and Sons small. did carry packages, but always small packages. Um, mm. No, at least that you've seen. They they okay. um, they seem more like the the USPS equivalent. They're more like a, a postal service than a shipping service, if that makes sense. They're mostly so letter what couriers. Fox is they don't do freight. I, I don't think they're going to move freight around like mm. this Thames seems to do. I and I don't believe we should rule out Thames simply because we haven't heard of them yet. Uh, yeah. We have heard of. Well, there seems to be a tangled web of different Wait, people and organizations. Well, between being, when we were in Tumbleweb, controlled first. Tumbleweb, you might say. <laughs> do we think this was created in the time since we were last here? Like between then and now is. And we went was... to. We went to. Does every place look the same to you? I know it's all dirt, but I, I'm pretty sure I don't remember this cave. Okay. I. I. I hey, don't Zoth, be dirtiest. I agree that um, every it, tunnel is unique and beautiful. In, in the last, in last time we were somewhere, Zoth, I do, I do know that we were both lost in our own thoughts about the current situation because everything was so new to us. However, Zoth, this is a completely different place. <laughs> what was the name of the place we were at before, guys? And then Alan like real. like opens his mouth yeah. and then kind of like it's like I, I don't remember. <laughs> Red Hill. You can tell because ah. the dirt was red. Ah, yes. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, but he said. <laughs> was the dirt really red? <laughs> I do remember the dirt being red. I forgot that. Uh, I don't. That would be a, a naming signifier for it. Well, it, did you not notice that the it the dirt has been? N never mind. Uh, let's find Jeb's cousin. Let's yes, yeah. please. Let's go. Let's 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 do that. <laughs> uh, Jeb, which cousin are you looking for? The one that we talked about. Cool. Earlier. Yep. Ominous. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I I have uh, Jeb's uh, full family uh, tree now, so I just want to make sure that I pick uh, out the right cousin. Um, is there a uh, is there a phone booth nearby where I could pull out a like a phone book and and tear a page out and get his address? 
figure out where he's at. Uh, sure. There's an address book nearby. There aren't any phones okay. in Tumbleweb, but there, yeah, there's outside. It's actually right outside. It's like chained to the door of the warehouse because mm-hmm. they use it if they need to make shipments into the city. That's how they figure out where everybody is. So you pull it out and you're scrolling down and you see there he is, uh, Avery Peppermint right there in the in the address book. But he's got a different address than you remember. Um, oh, in yeah, fact, so I was wondering about that. Yeah, in fact, he's in uh, one of the strands now. He used to live in the bowl, but now he now he lives in one of the strands. Um, and but you you do figure out how to get there, and if you'd like, you may set off on your way. Yeah, let's. Uh, you guys cool with going to see uh, see Mikaz? Yeah, I think man, that's a good place course. to start. Jeb yeah, leads you through a. Uh, somewhat meandering connection of tunnels. You you know you make oh. a right and the tunnel curves, and then you make a short left, and then you make another right and the tunnel curves again. Yes, Jeb. We need to stop and get some key lime hand pies, just like the carry along kind with you that are like wrapped up in like the parchment paper. And, uh, I'll, and I'll grab an extra one for uh, sure for Kez. Yep. And so on your way there, you stop by um, one of the like. Basically, what happens in Tumbleweb, especially in the in the strands and the outer rings, when a family bakes pies, they usually take whatever like leftover materials are there and they just bake it into like a little spare pie or two and they put those on the windowsill. And so as you're walking past the dirt homes, you're able to just kind of collect key lime pies um, and you even get one apple pie, which is like a rare. You know, there's usually oh, no nice. spare when it comes to the apple pies. Um, yeah, but you yeah, get one yeah. apple pie and you just pick that up and you can walk off with it. Fox has a hand up. Are we just straight up stealing pies? <laughs> I mean, it's it's the community, like like it, it's fine. Like we it's all a community pie fox. The uh, take we, a pie, okay, leave a so pie. Something you'll probably know about us is is we're we're very okay. Holy cow! I was about to say we're very down to earth, but that's just like <laughs> one of the worst puns ever. But we're you know we're very homely. We take care of each other. We're uh, you know we're hardworking folk, and and uh, we we don't like to see. Um, we don't like to see hungry mouths. We don't like to see people. Nobody takes advantage of this. Like you don't have any. We'll see. The thing is, is everybody takes advantage of it, and everybody does it. So it's like we'll just make some pies a lot of times for others, and then it'll even out. Yeah, it's like you already got the coals in the oven going, you know. So it's not, you know, it's not like you're wasting wasting wood. And these little scraps, you know, you're gonna throw them away anyway. So you might as well just do it for every. I mean, we have like you know sometimes some days it's like you know not sweet stuff or whatever, but you know. I think we should move down here. I like this vibe. I this confuses me. How how would someone gain from this? Like, do you take would, food? Yeah. Do they gain any money? Like how? I I'm, I'm all, on a mission. Like, what is what is the motive here? What do you mean you get food? Okay, so <laughs> all right, all right. No, I, I hear what you're saying, and you make some pretty good points. But I want you to do something for me. I want you to close your eyes for a second. Okay. Alan closes right. his eyes. Take a, and take a bite of your pie. All right. Now that's nice, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like how how does that make you feel? Happy. Like I good. want more. I yeah. literally can't make this up. I just rolled for your pies and got a nat twenty. Nice. That's how good these pies are. They're nat twenties. So Incredible. I yeah. I want Wouldn't some more, you man. want to make other people feel that way? Yeah. Mm. And if it costs you next to literally nothing and everybody does it together, ain't no downside, man. And that's just one of the I like one of the things of being here. 
you know what, Jeb? I'll, I'll, I'll trust you on this one. But it's, it just doesn't seem right to me. You know what? Sometimes the, the right thing doesn't seem right. Well, that what doesn't if, mean it is. Do you what have if Elnor down here? What if one of you starts poisoning the pies? Like one of you starts leaving out poisoned pies. Why would they? Why do would that? anybody do that? Like, what would you gain from that? I, I don't know. Who goes I around mean, poisoning I mean, random people? You don't have like you know criminals or psychopaths like. I'm mean, sure, but it's like nobody wants to mess with the pies because everybody enjoys the pies. Pies are off limits. As you're well, uh, having okay, this conversation, uh, you come across one of the temples of what Jeb recognizes as where one of the temples of Oara ought to be, but the rest of you can't recognize it as a temple to Oara because what you actually see is smashed windows that have been boarded up and a bunch of like trash and litter all thrown at the base of the wall and the doors like cracked off its hinges and just kind of leaning up there and inside it's dark. Oof. At least like the corners of the door. You you can't actually see inside past the door. Is, is it just a temple? Is it just this building? Or I guess it's a it's a door wall? in the wall and then there's a window on each side of the door and both windows have been smashed in and then like boarded up. Can I can I grab the garment of a passerby? Yeah, sure. So a, a hey. random dirt folk is walking by. They're kind of looking weird at any, all of you anyway. So they like yeah. they kind of walk Out right up to you. Yeah, they walk right hey, up to uh, you. Friend. Y yeah. What, uh, what what happened here? What do you mean? What yeah, happened I've, here? I mean, I've I used to live here. It's been been a long while and I'm kind of back in town. Must have been a while this if you ain't seen the temples. It's been two years since this mess happened. They, uh, you know, when it, I, I look, I, I didn't have nothing to do with it. Okay, I'm a respectable, no, respectable I'm, I'm, I'm person. I keep to, to myself. But uh, when you know when when Awara abandoned us, I mean that hurt a lot of people. And then when when you know when even the like even the magic she left behind got taken away, folk didn't folk didn't take too well to it. And some of the you know some of the preachers and the you know the clergy they tried to get together in the city square and have like a what do you call it like a like a prayer night over over the city to try and you know get Awara to come back. And while they were there. Man, a bunch of disgruntled folk just went around and ransacked the temples. Man, all six of them got some kind of scratch. Some, some of the, some of the priests and priestesses, you know, they try to, you know, put it back on nice and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, they're they're all kind of like that now, man. Sorry, I had to come back man? to it like this. Well, I appreciate your candor and I appreciate you letting me know. Thank you, sir. Have a, have a good day. Uh, yeah, were, you too. Were, were you a religious man? Uh, I mean. No, I'm asking the guy before he leaves. Oh, oh, me? Nod. I mean, I I was you know I was I was born in a time when there weren't really no religion happening for for Tumbleweb, you know. So I wasn't I wasn't really raised. I call myself spiritual, but like not religious, you know. Like I was I was raised to believe there's probably something out there, but I don't think they I don't think they give a hoot about us. I don't think they really care. I don't think they really interact with the world, you know. So it seems to me like, you know, if they're out there, they're just doing their thing. I'm just doing my thing. I'm just trying not to piss them off. You know, you, you feel me? I feel you, man. That's a yeah. good attitude. I can tell you I have uh, seen some premonitions sent from my God and that they're in trouble. So they're still out there and they do want to help. But 
Friend, you best be careful with talk like that around here. You know, nah, people don't like hearing hearing nothing about the gods no, here. Gonna, we just we just stay I'm clear and talk off. like that. <laughs> I'm at elbows off. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna use a little local talk, and it might be a little a little uh, old, so uh-huh. to speak. But I'm just gonna tell this man, um, keep your ear to the ground. Something's on the wind. He squints at you like, huh? All right, stranger. I'll I'll do that. What's uh what's your name there? Uh wind guy. <laughs> um call me Pebbles. All right. That's what I'll call you Pebbles. Is uh well, anyway. Anyway, I'll, have a good day, sir. You too. And he he walks off. Um I'd like to do day. a quick spot check like can i is there like cracks in the boards i can see into the windows yeah you don't you don't need to use a spot check to see into the windows um you just look through the windows i'll tell you what you see oh never mind you do at disadvantage because it's dark (laughs) (laughs) you the rogue do at disadvantage need to make a a perception check for me he doesn't have uh no um, no he doesn't have mushroom vision right now oh and out here, like the hallways are are you know lit here. Yeah. In fact, we should go into that in a second. I'll start giving you some more so details about a, the architecture. <laughs> yeah, you can't make anything out. It's dark and it's dusty. Um, the. Hey. Go ahead. Howlin. Yes. Uh, would you mind coming and paying respects with me? Of course. I, I didn't. I didn't realize how badly. Awara affected or her leaving affected well people. it's like you know when 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 the heart's close to something and holds a deer it makes the uh it makes the pain worse i i understand I mean, you you remember red hill that wasn't very good either it's just there's more people here i i guess that makes sense i just it's, it's different seeing it. I know what you mean. It is. Um, it it's just difficult. We, when when the magic left, we felt as though. Let's, let's talk about left. that inside. Okay. Zav is gonna go with them too. Box, what are you doing? Uh, you guys are going inside of that where you can't see nothing. It's been. I mean, I can see it clear as day. It's been abandoned it. for years. It's like, I just want to flip an altar over and. Maybe pay a tribute. All right. Uh, I pull out a torch then because I'm blind. Yep. You pull out a torch and you walk in. And as you push the, you know, the door is just leaned against where a door goes. So it's not like you swing it open, but as you kind of push it to the side and, you know, lean it so it so that it's perpendicular to the doorway so you can walk past um, and light spills into the interior you realize that um, the inside is not quite as dirty. There's still a bunch of trash that appears to have been like, you know, chucked through the doors of the windows, but the floors seem to have been kind of swept clean. Like there's no graffiti or anything like that. Um, And there's a single, in the center of the room, there is a single iron post that hangs from the ceiling. It comes down to about Jebediah's waist height. And then there are two scales hanging off of the, um, the pole to each side. And there, the scales, um, Alan, your scientific mind immediately notices, have no dust on them. They have clearly been tended or calibrated or whatever it is that people do with scales because there's no dust on them. 
Um, as you step into the room, you get a big whiff of like, you know, leftover garbage smell like you um, mm. and, and that kind of like hits you. But you also can smell maybe a little bit of incense and um, you you kind of turn and look into the darker corner that the door does not light up and you see two humanoids standing there, um, a, a, a lady dirt and a male dirt who are both standing in the corner and they, they've like frozen looking at you and and don't seem to know what to do yet like they've they've kind of like locked up they're they're shocked that you're here do i see them uh yes because you've got a torch with you so as you walk in a torch light illuminates them so they're they're just ma'am sorry sorry for intruding i i mean i mean this place was abandoned no it's it's fine as long as you're not here to to try and do any damage or anything it's it's fine for you to be in here I, no, not at all. Excuse me. It's been a long time since I since I saw any kind of uh, friendly folk. Even and the the lady looks up at you know all the tall people, especially tall folk like you. I uh, anyway, my uh, my my name is Bunny and this is Lint. Uh, we we're kind of the we were kind of the keepers of this this temple. This was a, a trading post. Uh, we you know we we were kind of overseeing equal exchange transactions you know so people could trust that they weren't getting ripped off or weighted scales or anything and we also did a little bit of business for ourselves but uh, well there hasn't been any business lately and as you look around the room you can see that the trash that's along the walls is on shelves like they're mm. you know where probably product used to be now there's a bunch of trash lining the shelves yep. and thrown at the floor. We try and sweep it up, but you know, every now and then people walk by, they throw some more trash in, and we, you know, we we don't want to, we don't want any trouble with anyone, so we just kind of keep the place clean. We keep the scales calibrated, you know, that's our that's our worship. Uh, we we keep the scales working great. Lint is a uh, Lint is a great tradesman, and so he goes out and gets us supplies and kind of haggles when necessary. And I'm more of the the mechanist, so I, I really focus on the scales and. Um, well, yeah, that's what we've been doing. We've been sleeping back here, and you can see behind, um, you know, where they're standing behind them. There's just like a basically a fabric cot laid out on the floor. Um, and uh, yeah, if if you're a, well, if you're if you're here for you know for any kind of worship or anything, I mean, we can we can bust out some of the incense for you and stuff. I, I know the smell is kind of bad, but you know, Owara takes everyone as as they come. Are any other you honor Owara by your tending of this place. Thank you for saying that, stranger. I interrupted Zothkug, my bad. <laughs> Are there any other temples in the town? Yeah, there's there's a there's a couple others. Uh, there's there's three of them in the strands here. So you're you're in one of the strands. Are you are you from out of town, or are any of you from around here? And um, she Bunny looks right at Jebediah and goes, "Are are you from around here? Do you know your way around the city?" Um, I used to be. It's been a, it's been a long time. I didn't realize that the temples were in such a dire state so it's been a it's been a good number of years well folk were always stressed about you know about religion since the uh yeah. the whole tunneling thing but it, it really hit ahead when the you know in the darkening uh that was that was real crazy uh crazy times around here yeah crazy times for everybody yeah that's true well it's been a long time since i've uh, since i've done this howlin uh, would you mind helping me out? Of course. And so, uh, I assume Owl and Jeb will both together, uh, uh, could you, uh, we would love, uh, for you to, to burn the incense. And sir. Lint nods happily at you and, like, 
kind of almost with like a little hop in his step, like hops over to the one shelf that doesn't have any trash on it. And he pulls off a couple of like pristine, well-kept sticks of incense. And he puts one in each scale and lights them at exact opposite ends so that the fire is burning towards the, the middle of the scales. And then he sets out two little, or three, I should say, three kneeling pads. There's, um, they're just kind of in like a triangle around the scales. Um, and uh, Lint asks, would you, would you like a, a guided meditation? Yes, we would I'm love that. I'm just gonna sit the, back towards the door and watch. Real okay. quickly, if Yeah isn't already sitting up and watching, I'm gonna get his attention and bring him out to observe. Sure. Yeah comes out and just kneels on the on the mat next to you. Um, are you sorry? Are you participating or are you just watching Zoth? Uh, he'd probably participate. He'd okay. want to experience it, even though it's not his god. Okay. So, um, you're you're all kneeling on the mat, and you're basically guided through a meditation that um is meant to open up your mind to creativity. So uh, it basically, it's a it's a twenty minute long um, meditation that starts at you know getting rid of distractions from your mind, and then it takes you you know you're kind of focusing on on um, you know think about your breathing and get to a center, and then the meditation leads you from there to a place that's supposed to spur innovation with kind of mixed results. I'd like each of you to roll a straight d twenty. Um, Ten or below has no effect. 10 to 15, you're going to get a temporary plus one bonus to your intelligence until your next um, long rest. And above 15, you get a temporary plus two to your intelligence until the next long rest. 11, 18. Nice. Uh, 16. Okay. So um, Zoth and Jebediah, you've got the plus two till your next long rest to your intelligence, and Alan gets a plus one. Um, and, and that's the meditation when it ends, it ends at the exact moment that the incense burns out and the scales don't even move a little bit. Like they're so well calibrated that they don't, they don't shake or move around or anything like that. Um, and then, uh, Lint smiles at you and he's like, can, can I, can I give you a hug strangers? Absolutely, man. And he just like walks over and, and gives you like a group hug and then immediately just like bursts out crying. It, it's it's just been so long since anybody else, you know, came in here and was nice to us. And he he just like sort of breaks down a little bit. Um, you came in. Your faith will be Jeb's, rewarded. Jeb's gonna do the guy hug, where you oh, yeah. grab hands and you pats him on the back, mm-hmm. and he's going to palm him five gold. He, he takes the five gold into his palm and he doesn't say anything about it. He just looks up at you and you kind of see that like knowing look in his eyes. Like he appreciates your support, but doesn't want to yep. like call attention to it. And he, he Jim walks. Just, yeah, just winks at him and says, uh, keep your ear to the ground. There's something on the wind. He walks back over to um, where where Bunny has just been seated on her little cot, kind of waiting for you know his part of the ritual to end. And Bunny stands up and does like a very official benediction over you, like, um, and then and then they send you on your way. And as you go back outside, they just very uh, quietly and neatly take the door and just lean it back where the door goes. Uh, I go ahead. Sorry, Uh, Jeb. Man, is uh, one of the temples here for Kelnor? 
there are, are no there temples to Kelnor. Um, Tumbleweb is so very deeply ingrained, or was so very deeply ingrained into Oara's will on on the material plane that she's the only person who really receives any worship in Tumbleweb, or who did received. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, yeah. pup. We uh, they pretty much exclusively worship Oara here. That's okay. Thanks. But we might be able to find some place sufficiently vibe and nature worthy. Then maybe we could, uh, you know, maybe you could do something. We could, you know, we'll get yeah. your back. And I mean, the party is the great place, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so interesting to me, um, where back home, Awara is also ingrained in almost every worship that we have, but it's so taken for granted versus here when it's so rare even though it used to not be it's just it's very inspiring continues and to Owl, stay so. uh, <laughs> Jebediah claps Owlin on the calf and he's like I appreciate you for helping me out of course how, how was that meditation for you yeah it was nice I I have not experienced a trance quite like that before sweet <laughs> Jeb uh, takes a look at his, his blunderbuss and gives a little, little pat and says I got some ideas for you now <laughs> and, uh, and he kind of like tucks it in a little tighter and like <laughs> tightens a belt around his around his coat so uh hey um Jeb uh where'd you say this cousin of yours lived he's just around uh, the corner just, from no, here just a little further away is is not too far from here oh uh, okay just you know I mean, Make we sure could take a longer trail. route if you're hungry and you want a couple more pies. <laughs> it's like Costco for more pies, man. <laughs> I mean, what nah, else do you go should... to Costco for? We should exactly. probably uh, get get our digs sorted out at least. You yeah. uh, you round a corner, and uh, this brings you into the third ring of Tumbleweb. Um, I'm not going to tell you all the details about the city. I'll let Jeb tell you how the city works if he wants to. But basically what you need to know is that this tunnel runs, you know, cross section to the strand you were in. Um, it does go in a whole circle the whole way around Tumbleweb. And it is so close to the surface that it is lit by the ambient glow of sunlight coming through the dirt and the root system and a very complex, tightly woven root system of grass and other um, vegetation is what's holding oh. that ceiling up and and yeah, so it's like glowing through there. there and as they're walking by you see dirt folk from time to time as they're hungry they just kind of climb up the edge of the thing and like eat a couple roots and come back down mm. and go about their day like it's it's just a food source for everyone Zothkug has a hand up yes yes um uh the second i see sort of any like rays of light starting to peek through he's gonna like hold the plant up and try and catch all the rays as they're walking Nothing seems to be happening at the moment to the That's plant. Um, but are you just still walking like with it over your head? Yes. Um, Catching the, the light rays as much as he can. As you're That's walking, as as everybody idea. turns and stares. Like not not say... just Zothkug, everybody. Like all of the tall people, like people are staring at them and then they notice Jeb and they stare at Jeb like mm. he's like he's doing something weird too. But you come around the corner and you come to a uh, very nicely taken care of oaken door inset into the, the edge of the tunnel, and it's leaning back a little bit, like the room probably extends down and away from the, the ring itself. And then on it, in hand-painted lettering, 
is a, a sign that says the Twilight Fox, and it is an inn. Um, it's a it's a homey little inn, and you you push the door open. You know the door's unlocked. You just swing it open. You swing open the uh, the thing. You walk inside, and um, there isn't like a like a common room per se. It's like a big pantry, and um, the behind the pantry there are a whole bunch of holes dug into the wall, like little dwellings like Jebediah has made for you before. Um, and then there is at the very front of the room, there's like a small uh, kind of wooden, it, it's like a really tiny bar, like a little reception desk that someone is uh, standing behind. And Je I see the pun, I'm just narrating first. And no, you're Jebediah, you're um, as you walk in, the dirt behind the counter freezes and he just like looks right at you and he goes, as I live and breathe, there's no way. Are you, is it really you? <laughs> Slice them up, grill them up, onions, how you doing, my What mate? is going on, cheese? And he just runs up and gives you like a big hug. Just like scoops, almost like scoops you right off your feet. He just like tackling into the kind of bear hug. He goes, I can't believe you're back in town, man. Where, who Who are these people? Who are the tall folks? What, what's going on oh, yeah, here? These are, these are my buds. That's, uh, that's Alan, Zoth, and Fox. They're, they're good folks who have been, uh, I've been down in some some pretty dark places. We went to, we we, we took the low road road to get here. If he you know puts a I mean, hand on your shoulder and he goes, "We were all worried you might take the low road, but I'm I'm glad you came home and we're you know we're here for you when you're ready." I appreciate that. I appreciate that, onions. Um, yeah, cheese anytime. We, we need a we need a place to crash and. Oh I man, you to, should, uh, you gotta stay at the Twilight Fox. It's the greatest new tavern we got. And he he you know. Is Go this ahead. your place? This is oh, my place, you, man. I, I finally followed my dreams and opened up my own tavern. It, I did it. I, oh I freaking goodness. did it, man. Uh, yeah, let me let me let me get you some rooms first. And he goes to the back and he literally digs out fresh rooms for each guest. And so he he digs out four rooms for you, and they're appropriately sized. So Jeb has a nice oh, homey man. little dirt hole, and then he digs out bigger ones for the tall folk. And he comes back to the three of you, and he goes, "I know we don't know each other very well yet, but here you are, family. You pay for nothing. You want some food? You just take it right off the shelves. You do, you do anything you need, okay? You any friend any friend of cheese is a friend of mine, okay? And and he just like you know walks you in. He's being very inviting and, and happy to see you. Uh, thanks, Thank you, man. You very realized nice. how you don't good have to do a that. fresh carved room smells. It's it's amazing. <laughs> you uh, will never believe this, cheese. But guess what? Was that? Marianne got married finally after all that Mary time Ann. yeah Marianne and Steve they're finally married okay it, it what in the know, world they were they were off and on for years and all that weird stuff they finally got married how <sighs> big of a club did she have to use to beat Steve over to the head into um, that I, I, I don't speculate on such <laughs> matters okay that's a little personal for me but let me tell you so they threw it was big. they threw one of the best they threw one of the best line dances for their wedding. Let me tell you, <laughs> we had the whole city the square bumping. How far down the strand did that line go? Oh, uh, let me tell you, man. We were the whole way to the overworld entrance. Mm, 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 mm. Magical. And so, Jeb so tell me about yourselves. Jeb looks a little forlorn, and he's like, "Man, I'd like to see that." It was crazy, but hey, I mean, I got a harmonica. We can get the group back out. <laughs> Shush, please. I'm, I'm telling you, <laughs> cheese. I mean, people are always down for a good dance here. I'm always down to dance. Harmonica? Man, let's go. No, no. I, I need to know about this harmonica, Jeb. 
So anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> so Please? onions. We're uh, you you know what? Before that, before we get into business, and Jeb will like start to flourish, like and just like trade pleasantries, and before getting down to business, sure, and just just take some time over dinner and and kind of eating and and cutting things up a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, you you all eat a delicious dinner. It's it's mostly vegetarian. There aren't a whole lot of meat options, just because most dirt folk don't eat meat. But what you have, like vegetable wise, is so flavorful and rich that it almost doesn't even taste like you're eating vegetables. It's like really well prepared. There's some and it's it's all you can tell it's all home prepared, like it's all seasoned and salted and cooked or sauteed or whatever, like by um, Avery peppermint. So it, it's just like it's one of the best meals you've ever had. Um, super like refreshing and restful, but it doesn't sit heavy, you know, when you're done. It's, it's just an excellent experience. And the whole time, you know, Avery and, and Jebediah are just catching up and laughing with each other and telling jokes. And, you know, just basically it, it's like suddenly Jeb has walked into the good old days. Um, there are a couple of other patrons who walk in and out. And as they do, he, you know, just unceremoniously, Avery just stands up from the table, welcomes them in with a big cheery hello, you know, guides them to wherever they need to be so they can get some food or gets them into their rooms. Um, and yes, and then he, and he sits back down. And as you're talking across um, across your pleasantries, there are two uh, rumors that he he kind of shares with you just about the town. Um, one of the things that he he says, you know, it, it's kind of a it's kind of sad actually. You know, C- Cassandra's telling everyone that she sold her bank. You know, to the we we got a the the Summit Banking Guild's kind of moved in here and and set stuff up, and she's telling everyone they sold. But man, I heard they drove her out. I heard they hired some of the wild ones to do it crazy stuff man and if, it, if that's one? what happened that's just not oh yeah the wild ones you don't you don't know about them because you're from out of town of course uh yeah jeb they're still they're still around let me tell you cheese uh they um well it's just you know every town's got its uh, its unsavory types you know and they're harsh in the vibe they're i don't know what any of that means son but they <laughs> uh they are basically <laughs> just some uh and there, there's some ne'er-do-wells, you know. Uh, you, you probably want to stay away from them. Uh, I, if I were you, I would, I would not visit Tallfellows Tavern. Just, uh, just, just they, kind of uh, as a. They causing any trouble around here, Ungans? Well, I mean, they, you know, if they, they, they drove Cassandra out, they're causing trouble, you know. Uh, the, there's mean, actually like a couple. They, they, oh, they ain't causing no trouble for me. Woods? I'm. They, okay. it, you know, being out here in the in the third ring, I'm pretty far from the the center of everything, and so there's not a whole lot whole lot to gain by coming out here you know i, I mostly spend that my time sense. with with uh you know respectable folk um plus you know i don't i don't have that big of an operation and i don't charge any money so like what is there to get you know when you come That's here fair. we just we just take care of each other out here um just like the i always wanted supposed to be that is the way it's supposed to be you know just like oh, cheese hey. and onions uh, <laughs> onions i got something for you I got something. all right you what ready? you got what you got eight shins down <laughs> what what are, you, what are you talking about? Asians down. Come on. You know, we talked about this. The book name. Oh, gosh. That's what you're going to call titles. it? What a great I name. Mean, all right. Asians down or walk in the wake of the first rote. <laughs> Man, it, that that is some crazy stuff. Okay. I, I would almost say, and he leans back in his chair and gives you like a sidelong look. I'd almost call it deep. And he just bursts out <laughs> laughing. <laughs> Jebediah, have an inspiration just for this whole catch-up conversation. Way to be in character, my man. Woo. 
It is so good to see you again. I, now I, I gotta warn you. I don't know that everyone's gonna feel that way. You know, there's some there's some hurt feelings. But from you know from my side, I I think you know. Hey, you come back. We're here for you. Family doesn't give up on family. Yeah, yeah. I, I figured as much, and, and I know it's been a long while and and whatnot. But I I hope that well. I hope we'll that at least uh, folks would be understandable. The uh, I figured the twins are going to be idiots about it because, you know, they're kind of always idiots about it. Well, yeah, I mean, um, they've always been idiots about everything, yeah. uh, you know. Um, onions. Yes. How, yeah. how big's your family? Oh, by, you know, by normal size. What's With, normal size? What, what is normal size? Yeah. Oh, I mean, you know, I got like, I don't know, like, Four brothers and sisters. Was, okay. You know, but medium, medium. We're a little on the smaller side, you know. And what about the cousins? Well, I mean, he asked. He, yeah, of course. I mean, we got cousins aplenty. I mean, st- you know, l- like they say, straight down the strand is where the cousin. You know, because <laughs> where the cousins land. The strands. You know, yep. One side to the other. That's it's true. Yeah. Um, uh, how, how how many first cousins before we move on? Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's easy, it's easier to count to 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 count the folks that are not your first cousins, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I mean, sorry, I, I mean, you want you want names, Alan? Uh, no, no, I, I just I mean, talks. I, I just tell you all about this Kip. culture is like. I can tell you about Mephibosheth. I can tell Alan, you about Harvard. Alan, are you looking for uh, some, some something down here? Is that what you're doing? You're yeah, yeah. For... <laughs> you no, I'm the, simply the curious. Avery, Avery leans in. Con- and Helen and Anthony and William. Avery leans in conspiratorially to Fox and goes, is he is he looking for love? Because, I mean, we can try and matchmake him. I mean, you know. In we, all the wrong places, onions. In all oh, the wrong places. Oh, man. I, I get a devilish grin. I'm like, maybe he needs someone to really turn him straight. Uh, I definitely I, think Alan could use someone. <laughs> I, I, I have not mentioned anything like this to anyone. This is not. Oh come on, Alan! Don't you remember that time around the campfire? No, there was no time around the Jeff, campfire. Yeah, you, you Last time we were on the campfire, right? we were all sad. <laughs> hey, uh, no, we're talking. Yeah, about we were sad because like you were talking about they're, how you didn't have a lover. They're good folk. They they seem like they seem like good folk, and he he reaches over and claps Alan on the shoulder because while he's sitting, he can get to his shoulder by standing <laughs> on the table. He like claps you on the shoulder and he goes, "Don't worry, we don't mean nothing by it. We're just teasing." And he sits back down. Hey, uh, hey, onions. Yeah, what's up? How's Holly? You know, man. Uh. I haven't seen Holly in a while. She, uh, she left town. About how long ago? Do you know which way? Yeah, uh, I, uh, I do. Uh, she left about a month after you did in the same direction. Well comes back every year like though Holly. on the day oh yeah yep she leaves a violet at the grave yeah well thanks for the meal you know, 
I'm gonna go ahead and take an early rest. Uh, oh yeah, l let me let me get you into your room, and he he you know gets you a key and walks you over to your room and everything. Sorry about all that, man. I mean, there's just a you know there's a lot to catch up on. It's fine, it's fine. You got y'all catch up. I'm a I got I'm tired. Have a good night, man. Have a good night. He he shuts the door behind you. You know after making sure you you have everything you need, and then he comes back to the table. He's so, a good kid, Onions. He's got like one of the brightest heads on his shoulders. Not not as bright as Alan, but you know he's. <laughs> He's got a, so we got two of the brightest heads heart. in your group well, here. He, he, he's, well. he's knowledgeable in, in many other more uh, practical or street smart uh, type type of, types of things. Ah, I gotcha. Yeah. He's a real so uh, so what's been what's been happening to you all? Uh, what, what tell so me about much. your how do you even meet tall folk like this? Uh, would you believe that I was walking around the tunnel minding my own business and this big guy here done fell clean out of the ceiling right on top of me? He did not. I, he I, I did. did. I uh, lost my balance when investigating, uh, attempting to find an entrance. Uh, yep. to and he the, found one. Oh, yeah, I guess he technically did right. find one, didn't he? <laughs> I did. Just not the one I expected. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. But so yeah, we've been, and then we we bumped into into Fox and and Zoff not too much longer uh, after that, and I don't know, you you know, it's safety in numbers when you go deep, and uh, they've been fast friends and, and true companions, and I tell yeah, you man. what, it'd be uh, I miss the pies here, but it'd it'd be hard to separate myself from them at this point. They're 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 really good folk. Really, well, it really is a folk. pleasure to make your acquaintances. You too, man. I Pleasure really for like us it. As well. We haven't been in a really good town in a while. Ah, uh, well, Tumblewebs. I mean, Tumblewebs is one of the best towns. I, I, I can't even. Man, you got to give them the tour at some point, Jeb. I mean, you gotta, you gotta show them around. I kind of feel a little rusty in that regard, if I'm honest. We, we, we noticed one of the temples to Horara. Horara were just like oh, all man. messed up and everything. That is some sad Maybe. business, ain't it? Yeah, but I mean, is there like anything else around town that's that's been been changing things up? Any uh, things are going to be a little different. Any new than companies you remember. moving into town? Yeah, uh, things things will be a little different than you remember. Uh, let me let me give you the the lay of the land here. I'll uh, and he he pulls out a hand drawn map of of Tumbleweb, it, hand drawn in the sense that he draws it for you right now. It's not like he just carries around a hand drawn map of Tumbleweb. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls out a sheet of parchment and draws a map for you of Tumbleweb. And the way that the uh, city is divided up is there are three rings, like, like you know, on a web. And then there are strands that go through them leading out of the city. But the strands are not perfectly straight lines. They kind of zigzag and, you know, wind this way and that. And the rings are all residential areas. So each of the rings is just full of, you know, there are little burrows kind of dug off to the side of each one and some taverns and things, but mostly it's, it's just residential up there. Um, and they, the rings are stepped. So each ring is progressively lower in elevation. You know, the third ring is, is up high. It's just barely touching the surface. And then the second ring is narrower, closer to the center, and it is, um, stepped down. So it's a lower elevation. The ground above is also stepped down, so it's the same. You can still eat right off the ceiling if you're a dirt folk and stuff. It's still lit by the ambient glow of the sun. It's just creating a bowl that leads towards the center. And then at the very center, you go three rings in like that, and then at the very center is a section of the city called the bowl. 
and in the bowl is where like the main marketplace is. It's sort of like a city center. The main marketplace, a lot of the bigger businesses have their buildings dug out of the side of the bowl or built up in the middle of the bowl. So it's sort of like that is, it, it's like a downtown, if you will. Mm. Um, and then there are two huge, well, not huge. They're huge for dirt folk. Two uh, waterfalls that are straight vertical. And what they've done is they've dug two holes at the center of the bowl and then water comes down from those and fills wells at the bottom of the bowl. So like rainwater from the surface, come, you know, drains down, gets filtered through all the vegetation, and then just clean drinking water comes down and it lands in the uh, um, in the two wells. So those wells are the primary source of water. Although, of course, in the rings where you're so close to the surface, you can also get water out of plants. You know, you can pull plants down and squeeze them or whatever it takes. So that's that's sort of the the way that the town is set up. And um, he explains, Jeb, that in the time since you left, and even this was already starting to happen before you left, but it's really like taken over now. Um, Tumbleweb was once a very logistically inclined city because they were coordinating all these mines and tunnels and things. And so they have a lot of administrative expertise, a lot of buildings that are, you know, um, built for architects to use with like the large easels and office areas and things. And a lot of that administrative skill has now been pulled into coordinating the sale distribution and valuation of Wingle digits and ciphers. They are, they are sort of a major hub for the summit banking guild who have, you know, vaults of, of completed wingle digits here that are ready to get shipped out. Um, this is also the first time that you hear the phrasing wings, wingles, and wingle digits, which is how common people denote lesser standard and greater wingle digits. Mm -hmm. So if someone asks for two wingles, they want two standard wingle digits. If someone's asking for three wingle digits, they want greater wingle digits. Um, and if they ask for a wing, they're asking for a lesser wingle digit. So if you go somewhere and they ask for, oh yeah, that's two wings and a wingle, that you know that's what they're asking for. Um, the major import and export of Tumbleweb at this point is wingle digits and ciphers, and trucks come in in the morning, uh, or you know carts come in in the morning, and they drop things off at a you know there's a central sort of Summit Banking Guild, um, it's like a corporate bank building, you know, like a, a big old office. They go in and then they get sorted into briefcases and crates and things and sent back out. So some of them go to the local banks. There are two local banks. Both of them are the Summit Banking Guild now. Um, one of them used to belong to Cassandra. They believe that she was driven out. But anyway, so the two the two banks are there. And then the rest of them are shipped out and distributed by Thames, the uh, kind of merchant empire that Jess Basin runs. And Thames also does business in all kinds of other you know, objects and, and things. They have, you know, big warehouses, all kinds of different products. They import things from afar. They are sort of the gateway for all of the imports that are being brought into Tumbleweb. Um, all of the supplies that the city might need, medical supplies, um, you know, things that they don't have. Um, there's a, there are a couple other like kind of tycoons, if you will, of industry in the town. Um, but the you know industry is not really avery's thing he doesn't he doesn't have a whole lot to say about it other than you know there's some other rich folk in town but you know it it's it's just basin who's doing all the distributing um and there's a a city council just like there was before jebediah there's a city council um and just like when you left wilson flowers is still on it and he still seems to be just trying to use every regulation and rule to enrich himself that still seems to be all Councilman Flowers is, is after. 
Um, but there is this new girl, Poppy Whitfield, on the council who has everybody up in arms about something, although he hasn't gone to read the, the posting yet on the notice boards. There are four notice boards in town where people can post jobs or, or ask questions that they need people to come to. Basically, it's Craigslist, but for Tumbleweb. Hmm. Um, and then there's a big old open air market at the very center of the city square. So there it's, it's a, it's a city square. So like town criers can use it, but during the week it is an open air market and you, you pay the city a fee to get a, a stall. Um, and there's a one stall per merchant rule. And that is the sort of the basics of, of how Tumbleweb works. Um, guards and crime and stuff like that. There are sheriffs and then each of the sheriffs has a staff of deputies and they basically, um, there, there are only two hard laws and other than that, the, the sheriffs and deputies just enforce what's right. Uh, and that's exactly how it's worded to you. They, they just make sure everyone's doing what's right. Um, the only, uh, notable laws in the city are no magic. Once you're inside the third ring. Um, in the outer strands, it's fine, but once you pass the third ring, it's not okay. Even before the darkening, spell casting was strictly prohibited in Tumbleweb for fear of people like jarring the tunnels and caving them in, things like that. And there's a general skepticism around magic in town, which Avery warns you of. Like, magic is, is pretty volatile. It's kind of better off left alone. Um, you know, I was going to ask about that, especially with uh, if your guys are pushing lingual digits and ciphers through here. Well, people seem to lack ciphers a little bit more because it's contained. You know, they feel they feel a little more control over the situation. They so understand they, they, it. Yeah, exactly. It's something that can be you explain what's happening, and then it's just what happens. It's not like it's not like before where you know we'd have people come in saying they were performers, and then they'd be setting off fireworks in an underground city square. And you know, and yeah. anyway, so it, it's it it is better in that respect. Um, and there's also, you get the sense that, uh, even though there is this skepticism around magic and that magic is forbidden within the city, there's also like a, like an unwritten pass for potions. Like mm -hmm. nobody talks about it, but potions are okay. Yeah, like potions cool. of healing and strength and stuff like that. Like they just, nobody acknowledges that they're magic. So they're not, it's totally fine. You could have a potion. <laughs> like if a sheriff saw you, they'd probably write you up or something. But in general, like you, you just, you just, you know, it's potions are not magic. Um, if you if you violate that rule, the depending on the sheriff or deputy, like they determine your punishment. So the size of the offense is generally proportionate to the size of the punishment. You might spend a couple days in jail. You might have to pay a fine. You might have to do some community service to fix whatever you broke. You know, they, they kind of establish your punishment. And the other rule of um, of Tumbleweb, the notable law, is that there are no visible weapons in the bowl. The city center is just too full of like bustle and creatures for a fight to break out and the collateral risk is too high. Um, weapons are confiscated every time they're seen and repeat offenders might find themselves spending some time in jail. This is the one that like nobody flexes on. Like the sheriffs and the and the deputies kind of in general, they're kind of like live and let live. And, you know, as long as you're not bothering anyone else, but they, there's just like no slack when it comes to weapons in the bowl. Um, they don't want to see it. They don't want you carrying it. They want you know, they, they just want it to be a safe place for people to do their commerce. Um, you've already heard this, but religiously the city is, is basically just no, that's like the city opinion. Um, and, and that's, that's kind of the, the way that religion is treated here. There are six temples to Awara in the city. Um, there, there are several different kinds of temple to Oara, which you're welcome to go explore if you want to. All of them have been in some way defaced. A few of them still have staff. Um, and, and, uh, there, there are, 
various traditions and holidays, but the big one and the one that's coming up is the Festival of Lights. And for the Festival of Lights, um, everybody makes a homemade candle and displays it outside their home. And then they bring all the candles to a big bonfire in the city center and add them to keep the fire going all night while some of the master brewers from Finchtail Ale Company will use chemicals to change the color of the fire. So they, you know, they have all these kind of spectacular things going on and it's vented through the, you know, the waterfalls that are coming through the center. So that's how they get the smoke out. Um, so that's like he's Avery's pretty excited about the Festival of Lights and it that sounds and awesome. Jeb, man. you can remember Onions has been like enthralled with the Festival of Lights since okay. he was yay high, yeah, you know. So that's basically um, what's going on. There's a number of, you know, taverns and shops and things that you can visit if you want to. But that's that's the basics of kind of how Tumbleweb works in the state of the city. If you have any questions that I didn't answer that you think should have come up in that conversation, let me know. I know that was a ton of information I just no, dropped on you. You're no, good. that was really good. Onions, I am curious. Do you get many of the deputies through here? You know, just eating and hanging out and talking and stuff? Uh, I mean, they stop in from time to time just to check that things are okay. You know, especially if they're looking for someone, if they're, if they're you know, on the tail of somebody and they follow them out this far, they, you know, they often stop at the, the taverns and things. But mostly, I mean, most of them like to spend their time at the Silver Spur. Uh, that's well, over on the east sense. end of the city. Uh, this the the Silver Spurs also in the Strands. It's just kind of opposite me, you know. Yeah. Um, and they're they're you, a much more well-to-do do in, if you will. You haven't heard anything about any uh, about any people hmm. wandering around this way, or uh, that might have been negatively affected by a, a certain black powder. Uh, no, but I I haven't heard nothing about anything like that. But I mean, if you're if you're looking for drugs and stuff, I mean, those are. You know, those those aren't things that the rest of us can afford. That's stuff you'd expect at the rich parties. You know, uh, a lot of those parties, like, you know, Just Basin or, you know, over at Elaine Mollusk's estate and stuff like that, like, a lot of them end up with just some, you know, just, I think that's where the craziness really happens. How, okay, how okay. do you get but like the folk on the folk on the street and stuff like that, you, like, not really any issues around here or down, down in the that you're aware of? Nah, none that I know about. I mean, but I I, I live a fairly quiet life, you know, just hanging out over yeah, here. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah. But, but I know you got good ears and you keep your ears to the ground. And so I was just curious. Yeah, I mean, I I like to listen around. I, I love the gossip, but there just ain't that much, ain't that much gossip to, to hear really out here. I mean, we're all respectable folk in, in Tumbleweb. It's the, it's the tall ones who bring the trouble. You know, we've always said it. Yeah. Yep, yep. And then he looks at, at Alan and Zothcug and he goes, no no offense, right? man. I, I didn't mean you guys. Obviously, you're okay. To, to be fair, uh, once we walked into Jeb's life, there probably was a decent amount of trouble added. So, fair enough. Oh, here's something cool, Jeb. You'll never believe this. Uh, they're they're thinking of opening up like a full casino down in the bowl. They got some big wigs in town who are like who are who are talking to I think they're getting like some investors and stuff to work out property. They've been talking to the council. They might put in like a full on casino. Can you imagine? Wild. It's gonna be a good time, man. That um That sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> if I'm if I'm gonna be completely frank. Oh my oh my gosh. I I didn't even know. What what's wrong with casinos? I've never been to a casino myself. I, I have you been to one before? Uh I mean in my travels I've I've passed through, you know, and spent a little time at one. I 
Oh, that reminds I mean, me. You got to try some of this. And he holds up a brew to you. He goes, this is called uh, space juice. You got you to try some. And he hands it over, you know, hands over a mug. <laughs> oh, it kind of tastes a little bit more like marshmallow. So that's what yeah, just mean. a little bit. Yeah, you can taste a yeah, little bit. Yeah, just like there. a little bit. Yeah. Can I try it? Um, can I have a glass? Absolutely. You you help yourself to anything you like off the shelves. Thanks, I know folks man. around here, at least as I remember, really enjoy like novelty and and like new things and kind of getting together and having a good time but be be wary about that casino they 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 come with open arms and 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 promising you know lots of entertainment and opportunity but they'll uh they got some they got some sharp hidden teeth i'd be i'd be very careful they can for sure be a lot of fun but you have to go in with a plan man I'll do that, Cheese. I'll I'll do that. Thanks, Engins. I'm just you know me. I'm just looking out for you. I hey, I appreciate it. You've always you know kept an eye on me, and you know I'm glad that I can offer you a place to stay in return. You you must be getting tired, huh? Sure enough, I I, I am. Yes, I'm yeah. ready for a uh, Avery, rest. One quick question, man. Yeah. Um. How how does one get into the rich parties? Well, you got to get an invitation. I mean, that's that's how Invite most people only. get to parties. Yeah, I mean, especially if you're going, you know, if, if you're going to some of these, you you haven't seen the estate, so you don't understand. Uh, it, you know, you know the old uh, the Wald Estate, Jebediah, behind the council mm-hmm. council council building. Well, these yeah. things these things make that look small. They got they got basically Whoa, these palaces really? down here. What they've been doing is they've been they've been getting permission from the. I have no idea how they got permission from the council. If you ask me, money's changed hands. But they've been getting yeah. permission to build their estates beneath the bowl so what they're doing is they got these like like the first level hold is up, even with up, the bowl up, hold up. yeah hold up they're they're digging under the bowl well they're claiming that they're not going too far like directly under but they dig down from the bowl but i can't imagine that a, a an estate that big can can exist without coming back underneath you know what i'm saying i mean i thought i thought that that was like all off limits you know i, I thought that you know? I I thought so too, but you know, there's there's a lot of these, these rich folk, man. They got some crazy ideas going on. Okay, get get this, get this. Elaine Mollusk has been trying to build some kind of some kind of power generating thingy that's using the water, like from the from the underdark. You know, like she's going down. Which for one, like who goes down into the underdark? But for two, yeah, no, right? she's that's down crazy, there like no. building this thing <laughs> that is it's supposed to help. Like, I, I don't even understand all of it, but it's supposed to, it, you know, it like works with the with the ciphers or, or whatever. And it, it's it's I don't know. It's something weird going on down there. That but anyway, explains a lot. Sorry. Go ahead. There's a lot of strange, a lot of strange things that rich people can get away with. And if you ask me, it's because they're lining the pockets of the right people. Yeah, that, it'd be that makes sense. Straying from the path of just taking care of each other. Yeah. That thank you uh, for that information. That actually, uh, hey, anytime. That was, that was great. That yeah, that helps us a lot. Anything I know that helps you, you're free to have. Well, you just got to know what to ask for because I got no clue. That that makes sense. On, I would. On that note, I I will probably join uh, Fox. Not lit. Not in the literal sense. I'll go to my own room. But uh, <laughs> I am I'm ready to conk out. Yeah, go ahead. And he stands up and walks you over to your room, makes sure you have everything you need, gets you all settled, comes back. Could I make a strange request for my room? Uh, Yeah, of course you can. Could there be a, like a skylight in the corner and then 
like access to the the sky. Yes. Uh. Well. Yeah. I. I think I can arrange that. Uh. Now you. You don't want it like like open open, do you? No. No. Just part it. Just enough for my plant, and I. I. I uh, just up take to the, the lattice is what he's butt. saying. Oh yeah, just up to the up to the lattice. You get a little glow in there. I can do that. Any... My plant is desperate for sunlight. Oh man. Uh, let's see if we can we can help you figure that out. And he he yeah, goes in. And he he digs out a basically like a like a, a mini volcano shaped room for you. <laughs> so it's like the room is a normal burrow, but then the roof kind of tapers up like a potion bottle. Okay. And he does not dig like there's no hole in the ceiling. He's dug it just up to the same kind of like vegetation canopy. So there's glow coming through it, and there is natural light. Um, but it's not. You know, it, it's it's nothing crazy. And at yeah. this point, it's been like you've you've kind of spent the whole day like catching up and and experiencing a little bit of tumbleweb. So it's getting to be evening. So the the sunlight is is getting dim. You know, yeah. you could. What I mean is, you could sleep. It wouldn't yeah. like keep you up. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then there was just the two of us, huh, cheese? <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, onions. I've... I've seen some crazy junk these past couple weeks. You gotta tell me all about it. You know I'm not giving you a room until you tell me about your trip. Yeah, yeah, and uh... Well, I'll tell you what. I'm worried. I'm, I'm... I'm worried about... about that digging under the bowl. There's... Uh, so, like I said, we took the low road here and uh, came up through the Underdark. I thought you and meant, like, metaphorically. You So you went down well, into the Underdark? Yeah. That was, Why in the that blazes a... would you go down into the Underdark? Well, um... Man, they got spooky stuff down there. Don't you remember the stories about, like, the great serpent that lives down there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I totally, totally remember that story. Um, yeah, uh, turns out uh, it's it's kind of real and uh, scare the, the ever-living, you know, mud out of me. But uh, it's, uh, yeah, I, I definitely don't recommend it. It's definitely not for the faint of heart. And like I said, if it weren't for these three guys, I probably wouldn't have even made it through there. Um, but there's... There's a lot of commotion happening down there. Um, what kind of commotion? Well, I mean, so you know, you know, I care about you, and, and I'd never tell you wrong, and I'd never steer you wrong, but um, I've I've run into some things that I'm even afraid to 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 tell you about because I don't want you to get in trouble. Um, but, All right. But there's a. The folks that are coming up with these uh, these wingle digits and, and ciphers and stuff have a really big operation down there, and they ain't good. They're treating people horribly. They're uh, they're causing all sorts of uh, like they don't respect the ground, and they're and they're they're ruining things. And oh no, man! I can't believe that. And it, and it feels like it feels like they're they're making a big play a big move up here and I just I don't want it to you know mess up home man I wonder if Kip knows anything about that you know you know little Kip he he went off down to join yeah, the Kip. mines say you what know, now 
Yeah, Kip, Kip's working one of the mines. Like, is he is he high up? <laughs> nah, nah. He's you know he's just a laborer, but he he shipped out to one of the what are they calling them dig dig sites? He's working in one of the dig sites. Really? Yeah, he he rats home one? from time to time. He seems like he's doing pretty well. Nah, I, I don't know, but I'll I'll check his next letter. It's probably I mean I assume Scalen Sons got to know where their stuff's coming from, right? Sure, sure, yeah, yeah. In fact, you might be able to ask Scale. I mean, you know, he's he's in town. You can, you can ask him. You know, like he's he's got a, a shop down there in the bowl. Yeah, I might just do that. Um, because we gotta I, we gotta let him know. Or or maybe maybe you saw like a a bad sight, and maybe he can tell the right people, and they can you know they can they can put a stop to it. Well, it seems it seems rather precarious, and it seems like these these people have a lot of power and influence, and so I'm trying to be careful about who to tell about what, because um, you never know who's in whose pocket, if if that makes sense. That does make sense to me. Um, that's hey, the great uh, thing about people like us, right? Too short for deep pockets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's best to stay, best to leave money to the tall folk. Keeps you out of trouble. Um. Well, I tell you what, onions. It's been it's been real good talking to you. Real good seeing you. Jeez, I don't even know what to say, man. I'm so glad you're back in town. Well, keep me uh, keep keep my name on the DL. If you don't mind. Oh, yeah, um, I can do that. I would hope to stay a little bit longer, um, but I don't know where where my endeavors are going to take me. Um, but hopefully I'll see you in person and, and not in the not in the news. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. Hey, if you're trying to stay on the DL, you should know tomorrow I got Mephibosheth and Kip are coming around for dinner. I think Kip's coming back just for the, you know, just for the, the Festival of Lights. I think he's going to be back in town. So you might be oh, able so to I talk, to, talk him. to him. directly. You might be able yeah. to, yeah. But, I mean, if you're trying to stay on the DL, maybe not. I don't know. Well, he's, I mean. I'll tell you, he was all gung-ho about it when he left. He's, he's, he said something about, you know, bringing, bringing, beauty back to the world or I, I don't know he's got some big some big ideals you, you know kip he was always a little naive yeah yeah he's, he's got a lot of passion and a lot of drive and that's you know that's good for the for the young folks to have but mm, that's a uh, have you have you seen him since he left or is it just through letters uh no nah, just letters okay it's only been just, a year, you know, so I mean, I this is the first that. festival of lights that he's coming back for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mostly, mostly uh, I, when I say on the DL, like maybe, maybe don't say anything to Holly's family if you see your see oh, any I, of them around. I see what you're saying. Just not a uh, not ready. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I need to. You know, you're gonna have to face you know. it eventually, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, you're not wrong, but that don't make it any easier. And it seems like, seems like the more time goes on, 
the harder it gets and, and you think well maybe if i just had a little bit more time to, to figure it out and then time goes on and and then you know a day turns into a week a week turns into a month and a month turns into a year and now it's even hard to hard to remember but you know what you came back you're here now <laughs> And that's what yeah. that's where it all starts, yeah, man. You're right. You get back to the you get back to square one, you come back to your roots, you grow something new. You have a good night. Onions. I I don't know what I'd do without you, onions. I appreciate you. You'd probably saute. And he walks you yeah. over to the room and you know, like <laughs> lets you in and gets you all settled, make sure you got everything you need. Um and shuts the door. And everyone goes to sleep. And that brings Wait. to a conclusion. Oh, Zothkug's got his hand up. It doesn't yet. Nothing's at a conclusion. Um, no what? conclusions. Uh, we're, uh, I'm going to try again with the meditation with, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, go ahead and roll a nature check for me at disadvantage. You yep. and Yeah assume the position. You're kind of kneeling on the floor. You've clasped hands. Yeah has sent you one of the spores and has, excuse me, and has his own. And Monk. no, I rolled a natural 20 and then a five for Oof. a total of seven. Uh, and for you, nothing happens. Although, yeah, yeah has a pleasant meditation and afterwards tells you not to feel too bad and that it's going to be okay. Yeah. And the plant is in the spot where the sunlight will be. Just F okay. That. Great. So the plant will get some nice, warm, sunny glow in the morning. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Now you can end it. And that. <laughs> brings to a close tonight's Dungeons & Dragons game session. <laughs>